Hello and welcome to the Mature Gamer Podcast, the home of the older, wiser gamer. I'm Kev and with me as ever we have Steve and AD. Hello everyone, you alright? Hello. That was a very cheerful hello AD. Yeah, you're just t- telling us how grumpy you are that Mass Effect 3 hasn't come today and now you're being all cheerful. I'm very impressed with you. Why, thank you. <laughs> Coming up on this week's show, we have got all sorts of gaming goodies, um, including Catherine, Uncharted 3, I Am Alive, Rift. We've also got some, uh, got some news on the iPad 3 and the Steam Box, lots of exciting new hardware stuff. And games that play themselves for you. <laughs> So, Aidy, what have you been playing this week, then? Nothing. Couldn't be asked. Sounds about right. No. Um... <laughs> Am I right in thinking, Aidy, that after telling us you're not allowed to buy a certain game... Yeah, I did. ...and you've gone and bought it anyway? You well, went. I'm a stubborn sod. But I had to do some tricky footwork with the description of it, which actually turned out not to be a million miles away from the truth when I said that the cover has very little to do with what's inside the game. Well, I suppose it, it does have something to do with it, but it's quite misleading if you're expecting some, you know, Japanese porno game. Cause what game it's, is it, AD? It's <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's a weird game. How best to describe what I've come across in it so far is essentially you're this guy who gets absolutely plastered in this bar. You cheat on your fiance not she's not really your fiance at this point she's just like your long-time girlfriend with this other girl who's called Catherine, and your fiance is called Catherine as well it's all very weird and then you're like having these reoccurring nightmares and the nightmare scenario involves you having to climb up what is essentially um a tower made up of these blocks which you can move around and you have to get to the top um by the before the actual towers disintegrates underneath you and if you fail to do so you fall to your death and you have so many tries before it's game over essentially the game works on the principle of you dying in your sleep you die in reality and it's kind of weird because these other guys as well who are having the same nightmare and they're they're the sheep that you see on the cover of the box they sort of run around not dressed as sheep, they are actually sort of sheep. It's all very weird. It's Catherine Welsh then. Well, no, I don't know what she is. It's all very. <laughs> that went over his head. <laughs> it's um, all very strange. And then these bits in between where you're in this bar and you can go around and talk to people in this bar and you can interact with various things like you know an arcade machine which is called Rapunzel, which is essentially like a a 8 or 16 bit version of Catherine mm-hmm. and yeah it's all very strange it's pretty good I don't think it quite deserves the mm. level of hype and attention that it's got unless there's something going to be unveiled in the game that I've not come across yet but but you'll never find that anyway because you're 80 so you won't get to the end of it am I well, right no I mean I've got to admit it's it I the 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 climbing up the tower thing is pretty interesting. Um, you do get like a boss battle thing, which involves this demonic. I'm assuming it's the form of your girlfriend. This huge demonic form who's trying to stab you with a fork for some unknown reason. And I don't mean a pitchfork. I mean like a fork out of a cutlery set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just plain weird at times. But I mean, 
it's a Japanese game that that doesn't make any attempts to westernize. I don't think so. Um, yeah, am I going to like it? I've heard it's really, really, really hard. It, yeah, I mean, the first I, I was doing okay at first. Where you can cock up is is not pulling the blocks out in the right order. That's always a possibility. You can undo them by hitting the select button. You can undo the thing that you've done wrong, but it depends on the difficulty level you've got it set at. As Extra to... easy would be mm-hmm. the difficulty level I'd have it on. I've <laughs> had a look at it online, AD, and because um, I saw that you'd played it, and I thought, I wonder what this is actually like, because it's been hyped up as a bit of a filthy game that you know you can't really show the misses. But am I right in assuming that it's just it's a puzzle game that they're full? Not much to this. Let's throw some webs in, and people yeah. are a bit coy about it. And it'll. Do get... you get to see any boobies, Adi? Well, I've not so far. Um, it's not I mean, what I was getting at. I was saying, are they just at. gratuitous? Are they just thrown in because the game's not very good? Because that's the way it seems. Maybe it's not a bad game. No, it's had really good reviews, though, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, I've not seen any so far. But like I say, I mean, I've only played probably a couple of hours of it. Um, it's. <sighs> Uh, to me, it's one of them games. Yeah, it's a good game, but I don't know whether it kind of deserved all of the the hype and hysteria about it. I mean, it certainly feels like an original and fresh title, but in many respects, I actually think that's probably why it got a lot of good reviews. It's one of them ones where you just play, you don't really know what to think of it. <laughs> but, I mean, in terms of... It's actually got quite a moral core to it, so it seems at the moment. Because you have this thing and how you respond to people um, defines how the game unlocks. So you can either swing towards the sort of devil side by, you know, being crass and what have you. Um, Or you can swing towards the more angelic side, which is, you know, you're not necessarily being crass, but, you know, giving nice responses to things and so on and so forth. Um and the way that you speak to people and you get this little meter every time you do something and every time you respond in a certain way swings one way or the other. Um, very similar to sort of how in RPGs, whether you're going to be a good or a bad guy works, you know, where you sort of build up the good side or the bad side or whatever. So it, it in that sense, you know, it is pretty, it is, there is a, a kind of a moral core to it. So, I think, as with the most games like this, it goes down to the personality of whoever's playing it, I suppose, and what they want to get out of the game. But I mean, I've not seen anything, you know, that I would say is distasteful or anything like that so far. But like I say, I'll take it off my list then. That's the only reason it was on my rental list. (laughs) I was going to say, what's the point? It's been built up as this massively taboo. Naughty game that only true deviants will buy or enjoy it, and hence I put it on my list. And yeah, now you're ruining Kev's illusions. And well, I mean that that might come later, but certainly there's been nothing like that in the two hours I've played. I mean, as I say, the, the time was divided pretty much between climbing this these this tower block and then um, just interacting with people in this in this bar. Um, the one cut scene where you spend the first night with this other Catherine, I mean, there was nothing there. You didn't see anything. Um, Kept shaking his head in disgust. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've been led to believe this game is something that clearly it isn't. Very upset It it could well be round the corner, but it's not setting itself up to be that way. Um, So whether the 
whether it ramps it up in terms of how you play the game, I mean, that might be the thing because I'm leaning more towards the good bit. It's not coming out with the more deviant side of the game. I don't know. It, it, that could be a reflection on how you play it. Right, so we failed on seeing boobs in the first game you've played this week. Did you see any boobs in the second game oh, you've played well, this week, I mean, KD? <laughs> yeah, I'll be very surprised. I've put a few hours into it and most definitely not. Yeah, I was playing Toy Story 3. Um, now, before it gets dismissed as being like a totally kiddie and crappy game, it actually isn't. I don't know if any of you guys have played this. I have, and it is rather You've kiddie. played it as well? Yeah, I've played Toy Story. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is, yeah. it is directed at kids, but the, there's a, it's not. I didn't find it crappy at all. I mean, there's a lot to do in it. I've spent most of my time... Um, in this, like The game's sort of split into two parts. You've got the standard platform type of game um you know which is pretty standard and fair you know fairly playable it's quite good but the best part about it is it's got a sandbox environment um called is it woody's roundup or something like that um and that's what it's called in the film that's his yeah. tv show yeah well yeah that's what it is and it's like a town and you get to sort of add buildings to the town and you go around and you do various quests and pick things up and you pick up uh, character skins and all that kind of stuff and it's all free roaming so you can do whatever you want essentially and yeah you know it's um what it's really playable just and... start why why did you even think to try it i did it wouldn't even cross my mind mm. to start playing a kid's I've got game to say, AD, well, when i played it it was with a friend of ours young son he said can you help me with these levels i'm stuck and we, I, we went through it together and i thought this seems all right but for a six-year-old boy not a grown man I'm, well I'm i was around at a friend's on saturday Here we go. and their daughter was playing it so um, you stole it and took it home for yourself? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> they, they had it on the PS3. I've played it on the 360. So no, I didn't steal it, you <laughs> horrible man. Um, and I looked at it and I thought, it actually looks quite good. I mean, sometimes I do like playing games like that. I don't particularly... You know, it's just a nice, mm. different style of game to play. It kind of reminds me of old school gaming before all the blood and violence and everything like that came out. So it was, it was quite... It was quite nice to play something that, you know, sort of hark back to that era where games were essentially trying to be an alternative to toys as opposed to these days where they're more trying to be an alternative to reality, aren't they? So, um, yeah, and I just thought that looks like it could be a bit of fun. And it was dirt cheap on Amazon as well. I think it paid about £11 for it or something daft like that. I think so, they were quite good for platformers. I mean, I thought it was quite a nice, friendly game that wasn't trying to be gritty or anything it was just you you were the toys from the film if you know what you get you play through you're in the house or or the nursery they're in in the film and whatnot it's quite i suppose it was all right i just kind of thought it is aimed at it's probably a you game i I don't know for sure but it's it's probably a you oh yeah i mean it's it's aimed at kids there's no two ways about it but it's one of them rare games where as an adult you can pick it up and get some enjoyment out of it as well i mean like i I suppose yeah well that's it it is you've hit it on the head there it's just like the films you know you kids can watch it and take something out of it and adults can play, watch it and get something out of it and it's it's very much the same with the game i mean hours passed while i was playing 
you know, in the sandbox environment. And I've still not finished every everything that's in there. And you, you know, it's it's awesome. It's just awesome running around as Buzz Lightyear, shooting <laughs> things and stuff like I that. I think his real motivation for playing this game is because he was desperate to finish a game, so I'd stop mocking him for it. So he's put <laughs> the easiest game he could find. He's not finished I've, it. Either. I've not finished it. I've spent hours on this just in the sandbox. I've I've only played one level of the the actual main game itself, which is the platform side of it. Because when you first start the game, that's what you have to do. You have to play this one, this one level, and that's sort of the intro to the game. And then after that, I've, I've not touched it. I've not gone back to it. <laughs> so it's it is. It's really. I mean, hours and hours I've spent on this. I don't know how many, but it must be something. This is one. this is the man who could have finished Skyrim. You know, could have been playing a real game. That's not possible to finish Skyrim, I don't think. So, <laughs> no. But it was it was just something nice. It was something different. It was a refreshing change to play something that wasn't doesn't stress you out, and that's the other thing as well. I just you just don't get stressed playing it. It's just enjoyable. So yeah, there you have it. And then um, my next game that I've played um, this week, I played FIFA Football on the Vita. Been playing quite a bit of that and getting quite into it. Um, I thought I'd take the mighty Morecambe and try and make them into a Premiership side, and things are going quite well at the moment. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's a, it, the EA have done a really, really bang up job. Um, obviously, it's not as feature laden as the the main consoles, the PS3 and the Xbox version, but it's still got a hell of a lot in there. I think on closer examination, he's pretty much using the FIFA 11 engine to drive it with FIFA 12 statistics and so on Mm. bolted onto it and FIFA 12 sort of front end bolted onto it. But there's there's um, nothing missing from it, is there from the, from like the console game? It is, you know, it's the same game. That's what I've found with it. There's nothing I do on the 360 version that I can't do on the Vita version. So if I want to play FIFA now, I will just have a go on it on the Vita. In fact, usually my Vita just sits in standby with FIFA on it. So I can just pick it up, go straight into a five minute match and just kill five minutes with a quick game of football. It's great. You you say there's not much you can't do on the Vita. You can't tackle or shoot on the PlayStation version. So basically you can't do anything on the yeah Vita. but i can score on the vita one ah. because it's got the because uh, it has the goal mapped to the back the and touch pad on the back. Hands can reach um it, yeah. yeah so i can uh, i can smack it into the top corner and all sorts on still there. can't tackle though no no of course not <laughs> well the tackling system on the vita version uses the fifa 11 one which was the one i mean I, I don't know if you saw this did any of you guys see a program on sky which was mega factories and he covered the development of FIFA 12. Oh, I've heard about it, but I didn't watch it. I keep meaning to track it down. It would be on demand or something, I guess. Yeah, it's it's well worth checking out, actually, if you guys have not seen it, because you actually get to see the setup of EA Sports in Vancouver where they they make the FIFA game. Do they basically get Tipex and Tipex out the one and write a two over it? you'd think it was that simple, but it was (laughs) actually not. I mean, they went through all of the changes that they were making in the game and what they had to develop in that sort of 12-month time period that they've got. And the the actual level of stuff that they were doing in there was quite astounding. I was surprised because I, like you, expected it to be a lot of bullshit. But they, they go away, they completely redo all the motion capture because the big thing they did with FIFA 12 
What, they redo the, that every year? That's well, they did, they did for oh. FIFA 12 because they introduced a new system because now there's the collision um, element, which wasn't in other FIFA games. So rather than, you know, they actually, the players have a, like, um, a weight and a bulk to them when they collide into one another, which actually changes the game. It was quite funny. I went and played FIFA 12 again today after watching it yesterday, the, the program. And I was like, yeah, actually, you're quite right. The players do collide into one another and they stagger and stumble relative to whereabouts on the, the actual body that they collide, um, which they, didn't, they don't do in FIFA 11. So that was kind of like one of the big things that they did. And then their logic behind changing the defensive system was to make it more dynamic. So when you're defending, it's almost like a game within itself rather than you just getting the ball back and then carrying on attacking so to speak and that's why they made it a bit more involved in doing the defending because they were just saying in the past you could just hold one button down mm. and your player would just like go like a homing missile towards the other player and get the ball off them which he can still do on the vita which is which great. he can still do on the vita and this is the thing i think that it's good that they've i mean i don't know whether it was due to the horsepower or time or whatever but i think that I think it's due to lack of buttons on the Vita because well, you need say. you need the trigger and the triggers and the shoulder buttons. Yeah, to I the think new system, that system yeah. works better on the Vita than yeah. having a more involved system would do because, like you say, there's just not the buttons there. You essentially lose you, well, you lose fifty percent of the shoulder buttons because it's got two as opposed to four, and you know at the end of the day, it's it would I think that. Sitting down and playing a proper game of FIFA on your console should be one experience, whereas I think playing it on a handheld should be, you know, another. It should be quicker, it should be more immediate, and you shouldn't have as much fannying about. And I think they did it right. And I, and I do, like you say, I mean, I've, I've played more FIFA on the Vita this week than I have on the 360, so they've definitely got something right there. Right, I've been um, I've been playing my PS3 again this week. Rather a lot. Um, yeah, I until we started this podcast, I barely touched that thing, and I just seem to be I be play on that more than the Xbox now, which is odd. And it's a bit upsetting because AD tells me that it's broken because yeah, I've been playing. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, I'm I'm going to disagree with you because I've played two games on it this week. I've been playing God of War three. Which yeah. I started the week before and thought, and it started um, crashing and locking up, and the sound was falling off it. So I sent the disc back and got a replacement disc for it, and it started doing it again. So I only got another five minutes into it. Go on the forum and say, Is God of War just this really stupidly buggy game that just keeps falling over? And you tell me that it means my Blu ray drive is dying. <laughs> but yeah. then I put Uncharted 3 in for the first time, and I've played that. I've, I'm getting on for finishing that probably, and I've not had a single issue with it. And this, I would imagine surely Uncharted Three would make the drive work harder than God of War Three, would it not? Well, it's kind of weird. It's this is how it started on mine, and I was playing Demon's Souls, and what would happen was I'd get to the same level in Demon's Souls, and the graphics wouldn't appear. So it'd be like walking around in essentially thin air. So all of the, the sort of textures and all of the walls and the ceilings and what have you weren't there. And it happened over and over again. And it was every time, it didn't matter how long I'd been playing it for. And I thought, great, I've got a, a game save bug or something like that. 
But fortunately, I I always keep a backup game save for a game like Demon's Souls because it's just too hard to go through everything again if you die or something happens to your game save, should I say. And it was still doing it. And I thought, well, two game saves can't be corrupt. That's just that's just daft. Physically so, impossible. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. How on earth can that be? Um, well, because I mean, they weren't close together. They were quite, you know, like a couple of hours gameplay apart, but I could still access that same level. And I used to play other games on it, and it was fine. And then it just slowly started to get worse. It, it started to not load a couple of games. Um, well, say when I say not load, it started to take longer and longer to load them. And then it got to the point where it wouldn't load them at all. So it was, it wasn't a sudden thing. It was like a gradual decline, but it did just seem to affect one game at the beginning, and then it slowly got worse as time went by. So, oh, well, this makes me sad. I was hoping that I could just prove you to be a fool, and get God of War three was just really buggy, but. Now I mean, the only thing you could try... Does God of War 3 install? I didn't think to try that. I wish I had, because I've now burnt through two discs of it, and I've just got rid of it now. Um, I gave up with it, assuming it was broken. When, it was when I put Uncharted in, and that worked fine. I thought God of War is obviously just awful, even though I'm enjoying it. Yeah. They, it must need patching or something, was what I was thinking. I'll get it again in a few months. Hopefully there'll be a patch on it. But, well, I mean, I played through God of War 3 and never had any problems with well, it. Well, yeah, I couldn't find any issues with it on the internet, but as I say, I've, I've gone maybe two hours into it, gone through two discs, and it's crashed ten times. Yeah. So uh, I've officially given up with that, even though I was enjoying it. But Uncharted 3, I'm really, really, really enjoying. Um, it seems to have taken it on a step again from Uncharted 2, it seems much more focused on the bits of Uncharted that I really like. So there seems to be more platforming in this one. Um, there's more of the uh, the quick time event stuff. Um, there's more focus on melee rather than guns, which I really like. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'd be quite happy if there was no guns at all in that game. Any rubbings? There's no, there's no rubbings in it because it's all on the PS3. Although there was, there was a point um, a couple of hours into the game where he does do a charcoal rub. <laughs> and I was just sat there and he just did it in like a second. And I thought, wow, that's how you do a charcoal rub. Good work, Mr. Drake. <laughs> if only it was that simple on the Vita. Um, but that's the only time I've seen any charcoal. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm, uh, I'm really enjoying it. The one issue I've got with it is it is it's... I mean, I would say I'm maybe five or six hours into it. I'm not quite sure how long it is, but I guess I'm well over halfway through. Um, it seems to be very, very predictable when there's going to be a gunfight because the guns aren't really in it very much at all. Yeah. Um, but then you know full well, once you've explored a new area and you've found what you were looking for and then you turn around to leave, you know full well you take two steps forward mm-hmm. and there's going to be loads of baddies and you have to fight your way out with your guns. And it's the one issue I've got with the game is you know exactly when the gunfights are coming. Um, and I still don't really enjoy the guns in the game. I just don't think, I don't think they're needed. Um, I'd be quite happy with it just being... Now I've seen how well they can do the uh, the melee stuff, I would much rather they focused on that and just took the guns out completely because I just don't think the guns work particularly well in that game. Although what I have noticed is there doesn't seem to be as many bullet sponges in this as there was in the first two. You can actually do a headshot and the guy you shoot will die 
rather than you having to put six bullets into his head <laughs> like you had to in the in Uncharted One. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm really enjoying it. Can't wait to uh, can't wait to get back on with that and get it finished. And it's made me want to go back and give the Vita version another chance. Now I've got my save on that. That's a couple of hours in. And there's been a few people on the forum and on Twitter who keep telling me, look, once you get past that first couple of hours, the gimmicky stuff isn't as much of a focus. It's just teaching you how to do all that stuff in the first few chapters. Get past chapter three and it becomes an ordinary, normal Uncharted game. Um, So I've done the first three chapters on it now and it's just sat there for two weeks. And I'm thinking, right, I'll finish Uncharted 3 and I'm going to go back in and play the Vita one now and give it a proper chance. Because if it's half as good as the last two on the PS3 have been, it's still going to be a really good good game. So I have officially decided to give it another chance. I'm very proud of myself. (laughs) There has been something that's dragged me away from from Uncharted, though. Um, And that's been I Am Alive on the on xbox live arcade i've been looking forward to this for ages and downloaded it yesterday didn't even bother with the trial just went straight into it bought the full game because i just i've been looking forward for it to it for so long i thought i'm just gonna buy this and get on with it i don't want to mess around with a trial and then i didn't know for sure whether or not you could just carry on your save when you unlock the full game so i thought right i'm just gonna buy it straight away because i know i'm gonna like it and i absolutely love it it to me having spent the previous two days just playing uncharted this is how i want uncharted to be because i played through the first couple of hours of that and in the first couple of hours i maybe fired the gun 10 times and it's just all about the climbing, the platforming, the exploring. I wish you'd explained this game to me before I got the trial, because there was a moment early on you said to me, I'll get the trial, you'll like it. I, I downloaded it, I've started it, I text you and say, I've got it. Yeah. And then you keep texting me, so I'm climbing up a building and I just stopped a minute to text you back. <laughs> I look back and my bloke just randomly falls to his death. And, <laughs> and I thought, what's going on here? And I started back up and I'm reading through the screens and it's going, you have stamina, you can only yeah. climb for a certain amount of time. And I was thinking, damn it, Kev. That stamina thing is absolutely genius. But I die on everything and this time it is your fault. I well, mean, <laughs> I can't go through anything about dying, but it is brilliant. Yeah, it just Genius. adds a whole new layer mm. to that kind of game. The only criticism I have with it is it instantly replenishes the moment you're not climbing anymore. Odd. So you're you're climbing up a building, you're down to your last little bit of stamina, you get to a ledge, boom, fills it, right back up and you can just start climbing again instantly. It does make you lose some sometimes, like it will suddenly yeah. be half as full. Um, but that's, that's only if you get past the point where your stamina's run out, you then start to lose yeah. your stamina capacity. That is one thing that I like about this compared to games like Uncharted, when he's just jumping around like a monkey, hanging while he shoots people. And you think, yeah. well, no one's strong enough to do that. Whereas this guy, yeah, he does get exhausted. If you run, that's another thing. I always run on all games. I always run. But he gets worn out if he runs mm. for too long. And I think that's super. As you get further into it, I'm not sure, because I didn't touch a trial, I don't know how mm. how far you get into it with the trial. But once you get a bit further into it, you have to get down into the street level, like dust clouds. And what you actually find in them is because the dust deplenishes your stamina anyway if you try and run through the dust you'll wow. die before you get anywhere Excellent. so you actually it forces you to walk um and you're sort of walking and constantly looking for something to climb because the only way to stop your stamina depleting is to climb up something get above the dust and um and your stamina refreshes but it means you only have a very small window of time where you're walking through the dust because you know you've got to save some stamina for climbing um, mm. If your stamina starts to run out, you're then thinking, right, have I got enough stamina to, stamina to run to that thing I can see over there and climb it? Or am I going to kill myself by running to it? 
but if I don't run, will I die before I even get there? And it's just, it's brilliant. So many extra things to think about, and I just love it. It's a brilliant creation that needs to go into other games. The trial only goes as far as, um, I think it ends with you seeing a little girl and running after it, and it ends for me. Um, What I didn't find, I, I got a bit confused about, was obviously it starts with him saying, go to his house. You get there. And he finds out it's been a year since mm. he was away. Well, does he not know it's been a year? Yeah, he knows it's been a year. I don't, again, I don't know how much you see in the trial, but right at the start of the game, when on one of his um, video camera sequences, mm. he says on there that he's it's take it took him four hours to fly out east, and it's taken him nearly a year to walk back. Right. So he's basically been out on the east coast doing whatever he's doing, and he spent yeah he spent the entire year basically walking back to find Jesus. his family. Um, it's a little bit disappointing. I posted on the forum after about an hour saying I thought the story was outstanding. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit disappointing that the initial bit of the story just disappears like that. From what I can tell, I'm now maybe three, three and a half hours into the game and there hasn't been any mention of his family <laughs> since that point. It seems that he's been walking for a year to find his family and that's just instantly forgotten. It's, oh, they didn't stick around in the house during the uh, during the apocalypse. Oh well, let's go and do something else then. And <laughs> that's basically what he did. Um, but what he goes on to do, um, it's still good. Yeah. But I don't think they needed to have. It's, it almost seems like they had a few different story ideas and they weren't sure which ones to settle, so they just chucked elements from different ones in. I read somewhere, it was a review online I was reading, I forget which site it was on, who said that the whole game feels like a sub-quest on a bigger mission, like a bigger game. And that's exactly what it feels like. You feel like you're on the journey to find your family and you have this little sub-quest, which is basically about that little girl. Maybe they'll release more to carry on. Well, because it was originally going to be a a full retail release and it's Mm. been scaled back to become an arcade release and... I would like to think that if the arcade version is a success, they'll go on and continue and actually build the full game, which perhaps it will get to the point where it's almost like they're releasing the DLC before they release the game. And if the DLC is a success, they'll okay. give us the actual game. I think it will be successful. It looks brilliant. Mm. Um, I want it, but I'm going to have to wait because I've just yeah. brought Gotham City and Positive, just brought the updates. I can't just go straight into that. The other thing I really like about it is, again, I don't know how much of this you've seen from the trial, is the bits that it does with the shooting because bullets are so rare mm. in the game. Um, I haven't had a point at the moment so far where I've had more than three bullets in my threat, gun. Can't you? Yeah, in fact, most of the time when you come up against baddies, there's more baddies than you've got bullets. So you basically you can threaten them with your gun, but some of them won't pay any attention to your threat. So you have to decide who to shoot, like tactically. I that was um, so you'll perhaps come up against, you've got two bullets and you've got four baddies and two of them have got guns. So you have to pick out the ones that have got guns and make sure you shoot them before they shoot you. Or as you point your gun at different opponents, some of them will just sort of mock you for it. Some of them will cower and get scared and you think, right, if I shoot the big guy with the bravado, these two that are already pissing themselves with fear. Um, run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you sort of, there's, there's so much to think about. It just seems so much more realistic than, and because I mean, there's so many games like this where you're supposed to be just a normal guy. And if it was me, I wouldn't know how to shoot six people before they could shoot me. I wouldn't know how to climb a building without getting knackered. And it, 
because of the different ideas that it includes, it basically makes allows me to connect much more with it Definitely. and think this is what it would actually be like if it was me. One thing I didn't like on the demo was walking through the sewer. It mentions don't get out your gun willy nilly, you know, just kind of avoid people. So I walked past a guy and just got shot, and I was like, well, I didn't even look at him. But then later on, when I were you running it. past him now? Because if, if you run, they shoot. Ah, they well, don't like running. And um, so now I had no health for the rest of the mm. level, and I had to do the whole of the demo on no health. That's the other thing. At no point, when you finish a level, it doesn't replenish your health. Wow. The only way you get your health back is by healing. Yeah. You can't, you don't, you, and there's no point where you just get your health refreshed or they, anything like that. They train the gun by making a guy come up to you, and you have to hold the gun, walk towards him, and boot him down a hole, which I thought was superb. Mm. Learning how to use a gun by doing something like that, it was good. It taught you how to shoot yeah. without one kill without shooting sorry but i um i really like that i'm actually i'm enjoying that so much mass effect 3 didn't come today but i actually think i will sit and finish i am alive before i start mass effect 3 before i go back to uncharted 3 that's two massive games that it's coming up against and i think i'm just going to sit and finish i am alive first because i'm really really enjoying it um the other thing that's been distracting me from Uncharted... Which surprised... This one surprised me because I've been playing this for a good year now. Tiny Tower on the iPhone. <laughs> yeah. um, I've been mocking you about this for so yeah. long. It's, and not, I thought, it's not even a game. I, I, I only play it out of addiction and embarrassment. I, I hate I opening it. But um, I thought, I've got to give it a go. I, I was actually just sat there bored. I, I, I must have been out and I was just bored and thought... Right, I've not got anything to do. I've played all the games that are on my phone. I don't have the Vita or the 3DS with me. Let's go and find a game that isn't going to cost me anything. So I downloaded this and Temple Run because they were both free. Um, and I've just spent all my time playing Tiny Tower. And it's just becoming Even an obsession. He's, not going, he's sitting in lectures playing Tiny Tower. And I'm just, I laugh at him because mine, where I've been playing it for a year. I've been doing it during this podcast. I'm on like 105 floors compared to Kev's like 15 and yeah. in the picture you can't even see the top of mine but kev's is like a tiny little stump but yeah it's um it's ridiculously addictive and, and it's not even that good you just no you oh, just... it's not good i know it's not a good game um but you build floors you give them a type and then you move people into it's them basically sim tower <laughs> it's well to me it's like having a tamagotchi that's yeah. the closest thing i can relate to is the fact that you just constantly there's always something you just have to fiddle with and it's just in that i'm actually fiddling with it as i'm talking about it now and you just when you've got a couple of minutes and there's nothing else to do i just go on here and i make sure my barbershop has enough haircuts in stock (laughs) i didn't i didn't know barbershop stocked haircuts Um, and i make sure there's enough frozen yogurt on floor three of my tiny tower runs out a lot for kev every in half hour, he gets a little noise on his phone. He goes, it's oh, always frozen a yogurt. frozen yogurt. It's I found ridiculous. a sushi bar where he's run out of mine. I haven't got a sushi bar um, yet. But I'm, no, I'm not at all proud of myself. And the thing that I'm most embarrassed about or ashamed of is I'm sat here looking at it thinking, I really want to get the faster lift. And mm, I right, really, it's a lot of effort to and get I the faster re- lift. And I really want to put a couple more floors on. Those tower bucks that you can buy. <laughs> you ain't buy, no, you can't buy tower bucks. If I, if I spent a couple of quid on this, I'd have everything <laughs> I've ever wanted. And I'm at the moment, I've managed to resist, but I can see myself at some point in the next few days actually spending money to put 
crap into this piece of shit game that I don't even like. If anyone out and there, it's just is, an addiction. If anyone out there has got more than 104 floors, let me know because I feel pathetic at the moment. Especially when Kev sort of went, "Yeah, I've seen your tower. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna get there." And I'm thinking, "Don't become me. You know, <laughs> go turn away now. Yeah. I had hair before I got this game. <laughs> and, you know, just don't do it." But if there's anyone out there who has played it more than me. Um, it'd be nice to uh, start a support group because I've st- I tried to stop playing it. I hadn't played it in about a week and a half, and Kev <laughs> suddenly went, "Oh, I've got it!" And I've been playing it a lot today. And I'm thinking, "Damn it, it's that and Kingdom at War, Kingdoms at War that I've been playing a lot, and I don't like that either." I'm very close <laughs> to completing it. I'm like, I've got to do this one thing about forty more times, and it will stop. And I'm thinking, once I'm free of that, I'll delete them both. But I no. can't believe after the shit you gave me over me trying out bleeding zombie farm whatever the hell it was called and saying it was crap and not playing it since i can't believe the the crap you gave me and then you're playing something let me get i've tried this once this this goes in with my zombie farm file of what a complete load of arse and don't waste my time ever again file because I know it's not very good. It's shit. (laughs) You have to move people up lifts. I did think. Yeah, but Aidy, if I'm willing, if I'm willing to spend a couple of quid on this, I can get a faster lift. Okay, it won't be that fast. (laughs) I mean, why can't money? Can they not push the button? I painstakingly spent weeks building up enough tower bucks without spending any money because I thought, I'm not giving it money, I'm just going to do it the hard way. And then got the next lift, but that lift only sends them up 20 floors quite quickly. Once you get past floor 20, it slows down again. So my current oh. lift goes 75 floors and then slows down. I think, what about the other 25? It's the snail's pace. So I've got I've got to build up 500 bucks and I've only got like 40 and that's been me saving for 21 weeks. quid will get you a thousand tower I'm bucks, not spending Steve. any money on it. 20, £20.99 and that's all the bucks you ever need <laughs> uh, it probably won't be the next lift will be even more it's a joke don't yeah. don't get involved with it don't yeah. get this it's no don't abs- yeah do it's not a load of shit because and also it ruins your battery because you will be fiddling with it every mm. five minutes we were, we went to the cinema last night and i was sat there not really watching the film, the film restocking shit. my fucking frozen yogurt <laughs> and i i don't know what's what i've become i'm <laughs> not proud of what's happened to me it's awful. i'm tempted to bin the phone and just go and get a New 15 iPhone, year old yeah. nokia <laughs> so that i don't have the option i'll just sit and play snake <laughs> so um, at least that was a game yeah. but this just makes me sad and um it, it, what I feel like, actually, is I feel like I've stumbled into smoking. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I've just, for no reason at all, I thought, tell you what would be a good idea. If I started to smoke, and that, that's what I've done. I've just started playing this massively addictive thing that I know I don't like, that I wish I didn't do. And already, after a few days, I've got no way of stopping. But imagine I need tiny me. tower patches. I look at it and I think, <laughs> I, I need to stop playing this. But then I think, I've got a tower of over 100 floors. I'm never going to go that mental on a game in my life ever again. I, <laughs> and I sort of think, if I delete it, it means I've wasted my time. If I don't delete it, it means I'm using more time. And I can't decide whether I want to use more time to not waste the time I've wasted. Or whether to just discard <laughs> probably the four weeks of my life I've pushed into it. I used to go there before bed. I'd go there, go down my tower quickly, oh, set everything up and then put my phone aside. Um, but I need to stop. It's the first thing I did this morning when I woke up. I usually check Twitter and check my emails. But this morning, the first thing I did was restock my fucking frozen yogurt. It is like just an annoying Tamagotchi that needs to die. It's a drug. And um, yeah, I'm gonna, I, might, I might 
I try and have a mo it's vibrating in my pocket now. Hold on, what's this saying? The fucking frozen yogurt again! <laughs> it's always the frozen yogurt, it's ridiculous! I oh, good frozen yogurt to tide him over the earlier on so that he could get through this lecture we were in. Oh my god, frozen bloody yogurt. So anyway, what uh, what else have we, we've been doing online sessions, haven't we? Um, yeah, well, that's I mean, when I've not been playing Tiny Tower or messing around on the PS3, most again, most of the week again has been spent on a couple of games on online because they're really good sessions we're having that with the really guys off the forum up. at the moment. Battlefield Three, pretty much every night now, you can get in a game where there'll be another seven or eight people playing it. There's a, like a core crew of Battlefield 3 players on Xbox Live at the moment off the forum. And I am the and worst. I, yeah, it. well, the thing is, though, the, be- the best thing is I know I can go on there any night from like 8 o'clock onwards and I will get a game yeah. of Battlefield 3 with people who will be a laugh and it's great fun and I can just switch it on and play it whenever I like. And, um, yeah, me and Steve are awful at it. Um, terrible, terrible, terrible. But it's um, it's just brilliant and the more people on It'd that, be nice. the better. If we could get a... AD even played with us once. What really? a novelty that was. Crikey. Yeah. Um, it'd be good if we could get like 24 of us to go on and find an empty one and just get on it. Because at the moment, we're finding a lot of the time, there'll be eight or nine of us that will go on there and we'll go on one team and then there'll be loads of people on the other side that are just really good and have played it for a million hours and they're probably treating it like Tiny Tower. And <laughs> they've got all the best we- uh, weapons and all the best armour. Oh, they're all covered in frozen yoghurt. <laughs> yeah and um like i mean i got killed by a guy and on his dog tag it said that he'd done something like 2000 headshots so if you imagine he's done 2000 headshots he's probably done a lot of kills in general i was killed by someone who had two headshots on his dog tag and i thought if i'd only done two headshots i ain't i ain't choosing that dog tag because that's not <laughs> anything to be massively proud of i no. could fall over and accidentally shoot my gun as i fell and get more than two headshots but, you know, fair enough. Stick that on your dog tag if you want. I found the other day that I... I mean, this is how bad it can be with me playing it. So if anyone out there thinks, oh, I don't want to embarrass myself, we played it for a good four hours the other day. And for at least three maps, I didn't get a single kill. And then suddenly <laughs> I went on a killing spree. I just got like nine on one map. And then for the rest of the night, I was fine. But, yeah, it was a good three or four maps. I remember... Um, was it Mick or Kev who just randomly, I said, I got a kill. And I went, oh, if I could high five for you, I would. So, you know, they're well <laughs> proud of me. But I just, it was I'm not that bad at it normally. It was just that night. Oh, it was yeah. terrible. Um, so, yeah, we aren't the best. Uh, we, we vary. So there's some people in our group who are really good at it. Mm. And they'll be constantly mopping the floor with the rest of the ranking board. But um, And when they're on the other team, we just go and play Gotham City Imposters. Yeah, that's it. Which, again, <laughs> we've been playing. And that's brilliant. I've got that. Yeah. Now, so. I'm happy. The thing I like most about Gotham City Imposters is the fact that it's a game I've actually been able to rank up to a decent level in. Mm. There are occasions in that game where I'm the highest rank, ranked member on my team, and I've never had that, never experienced that in a game before ever. I need to rank up, and on I that. probably never will again. I was a bit disappointed that the demo, you rank up as you play, and then when you buy the actual game, you don't start with your rank. I don't know why it did that for you. It might be because you ran the demo down, but because I um, bought it halfway through the demo, it kept, I kept my rank when oh, I bought I didn't. it. I've, I've had to start again at one, which is a little bit disappointing, but it's not the end of the world. It's probably more fun to start. Have with. you got that yet, AD? Because you need well, to come I've, and play I've, with I've this. I've still got the full hour on my demo. I mean, it's another week's gone by without me not managing to hook up into a single game with you guys on it so i mean i'm desperate to play it because but i mean i'm gonna have to get some more microsoft points anyway because prior to our battlefield 3 session i bought the the Kirkland maps yeah 
And the infuriating thing was I actually had the car clone maps on the PS3 version because I got the special edition thingy version of that one. Um, But they didn't have that for the 360, and I thought, oh, bugger it. But anyway, it's done now. So it was worth it because that was a cracking Battlefield 3 session that we had. Um, Get get Gotham City Imposters bought, AD. We need to get some games of that in. But yeah, as as I was saying, anyone who wants to get involved in an online session, if you're listening and you think it sounds like a laugh, just get on the forum, say hello, get any of us on your friends list, and then, as I say, any night, you'll be able to get a game of Battlefield 3 or Gotham City Imposters. They're on all the time. And um, if I'm on playing anything other than those games, I will always jump into a game of one of them. It's been a good week. for. I've had a few people, new people, crop up, add me on Xbox Live. And mm. I don't know if many of them have actually been online when I've been online to play yet. But the more, the merrier. I need Because I've not really gone on there much before we did the podcast, I need to fill up my friends list. I've got a load of people now. It seems to have quadrupled every day for a little while and <laughs> now every week i seem to be doubling how many i've got it's, it's quite cool i want to add, want to add more people i'm rb6k on there um get me on there splendid the other game i've been playing online um main well completely just with steve really mm. um left for dead because he got left for dead through so i've already done it years ago but i've been playing that with you and what have you been thinking of left for dead steve i i was a bit worried that it weren't gonna be very good because i was expecting it to be a bit like house of the dead uh because it's just had of the dead or whatever left no, dead in the word <laughs> in the wording <laughs> but um it has been brilliant i've i've been told ad that uh you're not gonna like the uh, the fact that i was always was it bill yeah oh bill's a bastard <laughs> well the funny hey, thing when... was um i picked bill instantly hated francis and every level was shooting him, making sure he never survived. I think out of three out of the four missions, it said, like, uh, in memory of Francis at the end, and we'd, all, we'd cheer. And then uh, Kev tells me that you hated Bill and loved Francis. Is that Yeah. <laughs> I think it's something to do when you play as those characters. I think there must be some animosity between yeah. them. But, That's it. <laughs> yeah, Bill was always the... Because usually when we played, he ended up being the character that nobody wanted to play. Um, and he was just a pain in the arse. He was always getting knocked over. He was always stealing things that you wanted, like pain pills or bloody uh, health packs and stuff. <laughs> Which is what um, I was doing. Every yeah, time Francis and, went to get one, I'd grab it quick so that he'd die. <laughs> yeah, and, and I just never had any sympathy for him. Should he ever find himself surrounded by the horde, I'd usually say, ah, oh, fuck you, Bill. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly how we treated Francis. It's yeah. uncanny. Um, I just, oh, what a, it was a fantastic game. I'm hoping the second one comes next because um, I had such a laugh. And it's funny because me and Kev did all four and... We, I, I developed my own style of playing it. Like Kevin had been playing it, so he's played it millions of times, but I don't think anyone set as many things on fire as I did. Including me on many occasions. <laughs> I was very disappointed occasions. to find, after we'd finished playing, that setting the witch on fire is worth an achievement. I'd been waiting for a witch with a Molotov for ages, and then had to use it because of tankers, and then <laughs> there was a witch, and I had to just shoot it. And I was gutted because I'd been holding this Molotov in my hand, just it was burning, I could hear her crying. But, um, yeah, apparently Burning the Witch was 20 points. And I was like, ah. It's 20 points you'll never see. Exactly. But, um, no, I thought it was a really great game. The only thing I didn't like was you couldn't aim the gun. And you'd always go, oh, stop shooting me. I think, well, if I could actually aim the gun. You, you Just look at your right hand for me now. Yeah. Have you got a thumb on it? No, I know you move. <laughs> well, if there's a zombie next to you and I want to aim more precisely and I've got a shotgun, the shotgun will hit both of you. And that was making it quite difficult. Switch to your pistol. 
Yeah, switch like to your pistol. Um, or crouch, that gives you more you, accurate. Or just set everything on fire like you did constantly. <laughs> but that is what I did quite a bit. Um, what made me chuckle a little bit as well was after you, you went offline after we played the four, and I thought, well, I'll have a crack at the multiplayer, just go into the servers. And um, part of me thought it was a bit crap, because I was playing as a monster, and I couldn't, I was a hunter, and I couldn't get any attacks. So every time I went near the people that were playing it, they'd just kill me before I got anywhere near yeah, them. Bearing in mind, people playing multiplayer on Left 4 yeah, Dead I'd now have been hardcore. playing it for four years. But, um, what made it brilliant was there was this American guy who was just like, um, he'd go, let him out of the room, guys. Come on, for God's sakes, let him out of the room. And no one would <laughs> listen to him. And then after a while, he got so annoying, he kept complaining about everything, so I just started attacking him. And he was like, what are you doing, man? Why are you attacking me? And he got really offended. And then somebody voted to boot him out of the game. And then we all just instantly agreed. And then a couple of seconds later, yeah, real mature guys, kicking me out of the game. So I just kicked him again. And it just, we kept doing that for a while. And that's what the game became in the end, winding up this really lame-sounding American guy. But, um, you bully. You are a bully. <laughs> yeah. Your um, Xbox Live account only has three star um, it starts player three reputation. Stars, unless it's... Yeah, but normal people move up to five really quickly. <laughs> yeah, I think I was like on three stars for about a week. Yeah, I don't I think I've ever had a review. <laughs> but, um, no, it was, it was classic. I sat there for a good while giggling. Because it wasn't me that was voting at first. I only started doing it once he started complaining that we were being mean to him. And I just thought, brilliant. Because I couldn't... I, every time I started as a new type of monster, that I wouldn't even get through the door. It was too bloody hard. But, um, no, I thought it was a great game. And we did try and play it on the hardest setting, didn't we? We tried it on mm, survival we mode. Awful at it. Um, you chickened out. I was having a right laugh. Because it was just ridiculous. We died then, before we moved away from the bloody spawn point. Once, we were all though, dead. We'd done a little bit. We'd done a, like we made it to a safe house and everything. And then we got out of the safe house. We died. And I said to Kev, "Well, we're at the safe house anyway, so we haven't had to go far back. So let's crack on." But no, you wanted to put it down to normal and then easy. Um, <laughs> was the Jesus location still active, or did you not get that he, far? Um, we never got that far on the um, on the hardcore difficulty, whatever it's called. So we. Because we were only playing on casual, by the time we got to the uh, to the end, we didn't bother trying them. I wish right. I had had a go, actually, because it would be interesting to see if they still existed. Yeah. You said you could see them on one of them, didn't you? I mean, the, the Jesus rock is still there, but they wouldn't have just removed the rock from the scenery. It's whether it still is a magic rock that means tanks can't walk through ankle-deep <laughs> water to get to you, which is how they always used to work, which is uh, outstanding. I know it's quite an old game, but I definitely... I'd, I'd love to get that. If I see it cheap here, I'm grabbing it. Um, it's one of those games as well. That it's one of the few games that I've never traded in or sold mm. or wanted to get rid of because I just know I will always happily dip back into it. If someone offers me a game of that, I will always be up for a game of it. I've played through each of those campaigns hundreds of times, but I will always go back to that game because it's just great fun. It's a brilliant laugh. The fact yeah. you can complete it so quickly and it randomly generates the monsters. Mm. Genius. That's the great thing about it. You say you can play through it God knows how many times, and it's a different experience each time because, you know, the tanks and the horde and what have you, everything is completely random. Um, it, although the maps are obviously still the same, it does feel fresh because, you know, you always think, you know, you're, you'll always come across a witch or a tank in a location that's never been there before. And, uh, yeah, I, I do. I love it. I think it's. Uh, it's an awesome game. Like you, Kev, there's no way I'd, I'd ever get rid of it. Mm. Um, that I'll left for dead too. 
um, they just never factor into it. When I'm looking what games to trade or to sell, they they just don't even my eyes don't even cast over them. <laughs> <laughs> just to finish up on it, I was I didn't like I like nothing more than. Uh, being on like 98 health by the fourth mission i was getting quite good at it but in terms of getting to safe houses with pretty much all my health and uh seeing francis half dead because i've set a rumor light that he was still in and just using up all the medipacks even though i was on 100 already just so that he couldn't it was absolutely <laughs> fantastic so yeah it uh, was bizarre watching your irrational hatred for this video game character <laughs> who was on your team i <laughs> i couldn't really figure out it was just brilliant why. the amount of fun you could just make on it on your own i mean the fact like you'd get me oh don't disturb the witch and then you just hear me shoot her in like the fingernail and she'd come running at me and um every time you'd be like oh don't bother this one come on and i'd just yep yeah, i'm gonna shoot it or don't shoot this petrol station and you just hear a big explosion and everything set on fire <laughs> uh it just there's so much fun to be had i suppose i should go through what i've been playing well, i don't know yeah. that anyone really cares but <laughs> yeah. go on, um, i'm gonna start just it's <laughs> your boring order. boring life of non-regular console play Mainly because you told me to play DRS, though. I'm going to start with that because <laughs> um, the, I tried to play it last week and forgot to take my sickness tablets beforehand and it just killed me. And anyone who has played this will know that it is the most basic game in terms of you literally walk around a nice island. Um, this week I had started out, I thought I'm going to just play it without the tablet again and see if I can get through it but after about a minute I thought nah I'll just take the tablet I, I actually <laughs> want to finish it because I can just draw a line under it um, like Kev said it is good it's not what you'd expect I, re- I was reading about it afterwards just to see what other people have thought and the general consensus is that people are finding it hard to review it as a game because it's mm. not really you kind of walk around and the game explains a story to you um, what I was interested to find was the story I got will be different to the story Kev got and any story you get because it only reads certain parts of a big uh, there's a whole story and it only takes certain parts it will give you the gist of it but you'll hear different parts about different people so you can play it as many times as you like and you'll never get the same experience um, it was visually stunning absolutely beautiful um, especially like near the end you're in caves and whatnot they are stunning Um I just, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to suggest that my friends play it like, when I see them at the weekend. And it's just, it's short enough that I could say to one of them, just sit and play that, you'll enjoy it. And they could sit and do it while we all just have a beer and they'll have it done within an hour and a half. And I'd recommend everyone getting it. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, how much was it for you to get? Six ninety nine. Six ninety nine. I didn't pay that much for it. And I was thinking that if if it had been like over a tenner, I'd have been a bit annoyed. But yeah, about six ninety nine, five. Uh, I think I paid about four. So, um that is worth getting at that sort of price, but I wouldn't pay much more for it because it's so quick. You'd be, you are literally done within an hour and a half, two hours. It's more like reading an article or reading a book. Um, it would just be like, well, I'm watching a film, probably the best way to say, because you are literally watching it while the words come up. But um, yeah, I think if you've got a spare fiver going, just have a crack at it and, you won't be disappointed. You just you won't be blown away. But it it was yeah, it's worth having. Crack and it. it's a ponderer. You'll be think you'll think about it a few days later and mm. just think, hmm, yeah. what do you know, dear Esther? And that's mm. that's basically as far as my pondering on it goes. But it's um, yeah, it was I just one of yeah. I, to be honest, it is that's pretty much how I'd sum it up. You just think played that yeah, and <laughs> it's one. And it, I mean, it was like funded by the Indie Council or something like that. So it is kind of that kind of thing where an arty, farty kind of, you know, they 
had a look at it. They weren't really interested, and then when they played it, they thought, oh. which is again, if, we, yeah. if I if I, I can't really go into much detail about it without ruining it. So it's kind of like you'll play it and you'll think, yeah. and then by the end of it, you'll think. <laughs> that is that you'll know exactly what I mean once you've played it though it sounds terrible it sounds like the worst you've I know ever. what he means exactly and you've played it I, I mean, it was the same when I attempted to review it a couple of weeks ago mm. and you can understand now why I couldn't give you any exactly. information because Those you, noises if, up. Yeah, if you give any clues as to why it's good you completely ruin it mm. um, and yeah but really even if it's not the sort of game you'd go out and play for the sake of a, of a fiver you should do it anyway, just to make sure that stuff like this is made, because yeah. it's a it's something that can will I think it will influence per, future games, yeah. and stuff like this should be being developed and should be being made, and it's worth a fiver of anyone's money who's actually into games like as a serious hobby. You should be giving these people a fiver and saying, look, go and make something else. Along these lines, I can imagine that um, there'll be a game that'll come out like Dear John or something, and everyone will herald that as the moment. You know, that was the first game that of that sort of style that was brilliant, and everyone will rave about it and go mental. And people will be able to go, well, actually, no, Dear Esther come first, and that was the one. And you know what I mean? It'll, it'll be the thing, like Kev said, that will lead to bigger things. Um, it's relatively small, but I think if they did a massive one that had a more epic story. And maybe a little bit added to it. Yeah, I think this will be the thing that leads to it. Um, the other one I played, they're mocking me for playing PC games this week. But this one, uh, we've, we've had sitting there, um, we were offered a copy of Rift, weren't we? Um, the MMORPG. And uh, we said, yeah, we'll give it a crack. And I mean, I think, Ada, you said you've got a bit of a problem with your computer, have you, or something? You can't really get into uh, graphic-y games or something. His problem with his computer is he doesn't want to play fucking MMOs (laughs) on it. No, uh, I mean, I've got got two Macs. They're capable of running games decently, but, I mean, it's Mac, isn't it? It's always... uh... It's always a bit of a problem getting into these type of games on a Mac for me, because one of them is, is my laptop, which the MacBook Pro and as anybody knows, trying to play a bloody game on one of them things is impossible with a trackpad. Um, I mean, I do have a, a mouse, but it's just, it's not ideal, and it's the mm. same really with my iMac. It's not an ideal thing for a games machine because the keyboard's quite small on it. I've already had to buy a, a bloody Microsoft mouse for it because I can't stand the mice that Apple make, the single-button mice just... Yeah. Get on me tits. Yeah, so you couldn't particularly play it and weren't too sure. And Kev just yeah. he knows he's not really going to enjoy an, art, an MMO as much as he, most people would. So I kind of thought, well, I've never really It would played... make my ears bleed. <laughs> I, I can't play MMOs. I thought, well, I've never really played one before. Uh, obviously, I've heard a lot about them. I know people who play them. I've tried, like, tiny MMOs like uh, RuneScape which don't really count and so I played that years ago before it was anything worth really touching and um, so I kind of went into it with an open mind thought well I like RPGs so I don't really see the difference if it's massively multiplayer online Um, I have to say that when I started it up I had to instantly download a 10 gigabyte update which took like three hours because my connection was slightly broke and um that bugged me because I kind of thought, well, I want to just get on with it. I want to get into the game and play it. But once that had updated, um, I got to make my character. But then I kind of thought, again, 
I haven't got anything that tells me about these characters. I assume that a lot of people, if they were buying the game, would read up on it first or whatever. Um, I just assumed that it would tell me what I needed to know, but it was kind of vague. Like it would tell me a little bit about dwarves and tall, normal people and elvy people. And I went with a dwarf, a, a bald dwarf with a beard, because I just thought that's so. Just made yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Closest representation to me in the game. And then again, I kind of thought, well, I don't know which class is going to help me the most in the game. So I went with one that. I walk around and every now and again I summon this kind of tiger monster beast thing that runs around with me and it will fight on my behalf if I want it to, which um, I, I think it's cool. But I kept worrying to myself thinking I'm going to step out into that world and they're all going to think, look at the twat with his little cat. Look at him. What's he doing? But I've not really noticed anyone else playing it when I'm on it. I don't know whether I'm not <laughs> far enough through. There have been the odd people meeting up and attacking things. Um, but most of the characters around me are characters in the game so i don't know that i mean at the moment i'm i've got to this kind of battleground and there's all these like i can't remember what they're called like enemy soldier type things and sorcerers and all sorts of different classes of monster and i'm basically going out there doing these little missions running back getting my experience and my weapons and then running out again and killing a few more and running back and i am enjoying doing that and i'm unlocking all these different moves and leveling up and I think he's, I've got it to level five so far, which isn't very far, but it's kind of, I'm finding it quite simple to level up. I'm enjoying doing it. I thought it'd be a bit laborious and laborious, as I meant to say, and, um, you know, just become a bit tedious after a while. But now I'm, you know, fine leveling up, getting new weapons and whatnot. But as I say, I was expecting to be surrounded by other people. And I'm thinking, am I just not at that bit yet? I might still be in like the, it hasn't trained me on anything in a little while. Cause I played for about four hours now, I think four or five hours. And, yeah, I've not been trained to do anything, but I kind of, I don't know, I just, I was expecting there to be tons of people that I could be like, oh, all right, mate, and, you know, uh, I've tried to, I've offered one of my friends to come and join me on it, but they've not got back yet. I'm hoping when they join up, I can just meet them and wander around, and that'll make a difference. Um, what I have tried to do, because I kind of thought, at the moment, I'm looking at it, and it feels like I'm just playing a one-player game, and I'm playing it, and just going through the story, and that is fine, um, but... I don't know, it's meant to be an MMO, so I'm waiting. Um, I've joined a Rift, I think it's called like some sort of Wikipedia, whatever the world's called on Nerd that. Club. I joined their site on their forum. A Rift bunch of nerds. And I've, <laughs> and I've asked them if they can give me any kind of information about the game, talk me through it, help me out. I'm hoping that if they get back to me on that, I'll meet up with them on there and go through it with people who are well into it, and then hopefully I can come back next week with a, but that's a better review so far so good i'd say i just i don't see that i'm playing it with millions it says it has over a million users and has made over a hundred million dollars since its release and i can see why it's good i mean there's the odd cinematic sequence in it especially at the start that i thought were good um the characters seem good the baddies seem good the weapons seem good you know it all seems so does it seem good yeah and um But it's just, as I say, I can't see anybody else. Even though it's telling me that it's got over a million users, I can't see them. You've so, probably just not got to that bit yet. You're, just, just not you're s- still sat in the little probably hub world at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and you've not actually got out into the world and been savaged by a dragon. Or I don't Why even know what type of game no. it is. Is there dragons to savage you with? I wouldn't it? know yet. There are uh, all big skeleton monster things and sorcerers and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think it is a decent game so far. And I think... You wouldn't hate it as much as you think you would. Um, 
will it take me more than eight hours to complete? I don't know yet. I've played it for four. <laughs> if I complete it in another four, then yeah. You no, you probably, because you just rush through games. You don't stop no. to save them. You just go straight through, skip scenes as much as you can and yeah. whatever. Whereas I like to savor the game. Um, and Anything got, that I have to commit more than ten hours to, not interested. I've got a 60-day trial at the moment, so I'm thinking that should tide me through it. I, if, if I haven't... I, what I've basically said to this forum is, look, I've got this game... I'm reviewing it. I've got 60 days to review it in. Tell me what will keep me going and what's going to, you know, what are the reasons that make me want to renew it at the end. And I'm hoping that by the end, it's it's a 60-day experiment for me. And I don't know whether I'll be going on about it every week, but I'll mention it here and there as and when it's necessary to. And I'm hoping that by day 60, I'll get it, that I understand it completely and be able to say, I'm going to crack on more with this. But, um... We'll see. At the moment, I could go either way. It's not a bad game. I'm gonna play it more. I'm happy to carry on with it. Normally, in games like this, I might be a little bit like, oh, I can't be fucked with that. I'm just gonna leave it. But um, no, I genuinely want to play this again. So that is a positive sign. But whether I'll be thinking that in 60 days is up for debate. Um, the third game that I've played this week, I've had for quite a while. It's been out for at least a year. Um, it's Donkey Kong on the Wii. Donkey Kong Return is it or something like that? Donkey Kong Country Returns. Um, it's a Wii game. I haven't had a Wii probably since this game well, has this, been out. This is the reason why I got Donkey Kong, because it's a Wii game and I haven't had an excuse to put my Wii on since well, forever. I mean, I got... You played the Mario game, yeah, for whatever reason is, is the there Mar- to have a Wii. I got the Mario game, I got Beatles Rock Band because my sister got me Rock Band 3 and I had the guitar and I thought, well, I'll get a couple of mics and I'll sing the Beatles. And I think I did that on Christmas Day when I got it and we've never played it since. Um, <laughs> Beatles Rock Band's awesome. I've got that on the yeah, Xbox. Yeah, but I've just never had a reason to turn the Wii on. Uh, the only other thing I've done with my Wii since that day, since Christmas Day last year when I was playing Beatles Rock Band is Wii Fit, which again, I've barely used. So I thought, right, Donkey Kong, I'll play that. Um, and it's much like the old ones, obviously. It's Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. They're you know, collect bananas, balloons for lives. You fight these random nonsense monsters, and um, it's generally just he's trying to chill out and he gets interrupted, like all of the games are. He's just there, and someone nicks all his friggin' bananas. Um, the only downside that really pisses me off about it is they've not given you many lives, and then they kill you out of the blue all of the friggin' time. Every level, you'll be wandering along, you're trying to go through it, and then something will kill you. And you'll think, well, I had no way of seeing that coming. They'd have to have the reaction speeds of a hawk to have stopped that happening. I thought you were going to say horse for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> Well-renowned for their reaction exactly. speeds. And, um, so, like, you'll be on a level, like, there's a lot of levels where you're in a minecart and you're just running through it. And I'd play it with my wife, and she'd go, right, you control this. She'd just take a back seat. And um, you'd have to be like going along, and suddenly the 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 uh, rail would just fall from underneath you, and it wouldn't be obvious at all where you're supposed to go. So I just fall to my death, and then the next go, I'd just randomly jump and die because I've hit a spike that I didn't know was there. And then the next time I'd jump a, a slightly earlier moment and land on a platform, and I think, well, how was I supposed to know to jump then without dying the first time? So it's like it tricks you into dying, so then you have to start again, and uh, it. It winds me up, but it's challenging as hell. I, I, it doesn't have a hardness setting, so you just you are just playing it on the level. People often to. refer to them as difficulty settings. Difficulty setting. It doesn't have a difficulty <laughs> hardness setting. Um, <laughs> Firm, so, yeah. soft, floppy. <laughs> but um, I just find that you get given your three lives. If you last through one level with those lives, you're bloody good at it. 
I find. I mean, I'm not. I, I know I say I'm bad at games, but platform games, I'm not. Mario games, I get through to the last boss, and then I'll probably die like three or four times on the last boss, and that's it. But this, I, I get my three lives. If I'm playing with my wife, she's sharing my three lives. So she dies three times and then she's out i can't die at all and that that makes it really hard because like if you were trying to play it with your daughter and she died three times you'd have to do the whole level without dying and it's not possible because i it wouldn't kills try you. and play it with my daughter because even she knows the weeds a waste of space exactly um and it, it much like the mario game if you're standing on a platform and the person you're with jumps you will fall off and die because they'll either knock you off or if they're too far ahead it will make you fall off and die and um it does have some bits that are handy where if you do go off and they're not in a position where they'll die, it'll just zoom them to you, which is handy sometimes when my wife can't make a jump. I'll just wander off screen so that it makes her come across. But um, no, it caught, the, Mario caused a lot of arguments when we got that <laughs> because we'd always be fighting over the fact that she kept killing me or whatever. And this has caused a lot more because it's just there's not enough lives. I think they'd, I need. I think I'll need to go to a level and just stock up massively on bananas until I unlock hundreds of lives, and then I'll be able to get through maybe ten levels without having to have an argument. But um, I don't want to sound like I'm slating it because I do like it and I do want to complete it. It is a good game, but it's so frustratingly hard. Um, anyone listening will probably play it and just do it without with their eyes shut. But I'm finding it frustratingly difficult. Is it what you would describe as an old school type? platformer it's just like the old donkey kongs except it's sort of in the new two and a half d um am i right have you played the old ones ad um i played donkey kong yeah years and years ago i didn't own it but i played on it and that was bloody hard as well in them though didn't you turn into an animal if you jumped through a certain barrel just give me now yeah because in this you unlock them so like you'll be riding a rhino through a level and I thought, I swear he turned into a rhino in the old ones. Maybe I'm just making up. It's probably drunken childhood memories. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I swear he actually turned into one before, so you controlled just the rhino. Whereas this, you're riding this pocket thing, you've got a duck, you've got to jump right with it. And um, I rem- the, the reason I'm asking that is because I remember doing levels where you're a swordfish and you go through the level as a swordfish. And I'm thinking, well, that was what I liked about the game when you do the odd level where you weren't Donkey Kong, you were something else. And now you're riding them it just kind of defeats the object of having them there at all but um is there any chance that for next week's show one of you two plays a game where at some point you shoot somebody well i'm hoping that mass effect (laughs) 3 will land tomorrow so yeah yeah. we've done nothing but play them i know they're awesome i like shooting stuff yeah, we'll see what comes through. You were it. just moaning before that Uncharted was that too much shooty bits. Yeah, because it. shooting's not very good in that. Oh. All of our multi. I don't like online. playing shooters on the PlayStation because you shoot with the wrong button and that makes me angry. I want to shoot with a trigger like a man, not with a shoulder button like a small child. All of well, our online I... multiplayers have been shooty games. This is true. So I'll let you I mean, off. Yeah, exactly. I tried to mix it up a bit this week, and two of those games you told me to play. The yeah. other one I uh, picked off my own accord and still didn't get it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. And you do know that you, you know, often with many games these days, you can remap the controls to suit yourself. You know, oh, you can. It's too complicated for me, Adi. I, I, <sighs> I just, I, all I want to do when I turn a game, I want to put it in. I want to stick it on the lowest difficulty setting, and eight hours later, I want to never see it again. And You'll never make a PC game of you. Honestly. I know. I would never intend to. I can't yeah. think of anything I want less than that. 
I did play um, Ghostbusters on the Commodore 64 briefly as well, and um, that's an odd game. I it's a great it. game. Is it really a great game? Because I, I, I yeah. didn't really understand it. I just kind of stopped up. You have to bust the I mean, ghosts. I must admit, what I did was uh, I put in a cheat code straight away just because I thought, I'm going to demo it with unlimited oh, money just, just to see. Because it's an old game. Did you, the whole point did you of the game is YouTube the money. Now. If you put unlimited money into it, then you defeat the objective of the game. The, oh, ga- the objective of the game is to make money. I thought, right, I'm going to give this a quick go for like 15 <laughs> minutes. So just did cheap money and then started it up. And Bear all in mind, this is the person around. who plays puzzle games with YouTube on, so they can show him how to do the puzzles. I yeah. three bits that were ridiculous in that game. Um, <laughs> that's that's not using YouTube to defeat it. That's I'm wandering around aimlessly and, oh, look, there's a bit in the corner that I have to know that's there to use it. You must have used something to know it was there. He's talking about Portal yeah, 2 now. Sorry. No one else knows. Oh, right. I thought we were back on Ghostbusters then for a moment. I was like, I've got no idea what he's talking about here. Ghostbusters, it kept just loading up the screen. It would show some buildings that would flash. Yeah. Ghosts would move into the middle of the screen. A key would start flashing around. Yeah. And I didn't know where what I was supposed to do. It didn't explain right. anything to me. You move the little Ghostbusters sign around the map. Okay, you kitted out your car, I'm assuming. Yep, I did, yep. And what did you put on your car? Everything, because I had unlimited money. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you see, this is it. You just destroyed the, the whole essence of the game by cheating. Oh, I, I only thought the best thing to do would be to get into it with everything and just try it all out, because I thought, I'm not going to sit here playing it for hours. I just want to get the best experience of it possible. But obviously, oh, I did that the wrong way. I did. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. I just thought, oh, Ghostbusters, Commodore 64, brilliant. Well, what, what The basic idea of it, what you have to do is move your little Ghostbusters symbol around that map of New York. Um, <laughs> is that what that was? It was about well, yeah, it's heads. supposed to be oh, the Ghostbusters brilliant. New York. God, I love old games. Carry on. Uh, you, the little yellow ghosts that are moving towards the building in the middle, it's called Zool. It actually isn't called Zool in the film. It's where Zool is, but it, the building isn't called that. Yeah. Um, and you freeze those ghosts because as those ghosts enter the building, your little PK meter at the bottom goes up. <laughs> that was in the thousands. It, yeah, and it goes faster as well. The higher it gets, the faster it starts to go up. And you kit a little vacuum cleaner. It's kind of a really weird but funny. You get a little vacuum cleaner you put on your car, and as you drive around the city, where you've stopped those ghosts, you can hoover them up, and then you go to the buildings which are flashing red, um, and then you go and get the Slimer ghost using the, the proton packs and the little ghost trap things. And, yeah, and then eventually, because the inevitability is the PK meter will go up. You can't stop it. You can just slow it down. The objective is to make as much money as you possibly can. All oh, right. <laughs> That's why you want to slow them yeah. down. So you have a starting... At the, the first screen is, you know, you open your franchise and you're given so much money. And the idea is you make more money than what you were given. So what you've done with your... There's a fatal flaw to my plan there. I thought I'd enjoy this. Essentially, infinite money means that (laughs) it's either going to work one of two ways. You can't lose or technically you can't win. Couldn't win, yeah. Because you can't load your cars up with absolutely everything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the beginning um, just it, don't have the money to do it does it go to any different screens like when you go to Azul or any of the ghosts yeah, it loads I mean, something when, 
when you go to the flashing buildings, it will then cut to you drive to it. So you go like a little driving screen, and you hoover up the ghosts um, in your car. When they go over the top of your car, you press the fire button and they get hoovered up. And then when you arrive at the building, um, it then cuts to a screen, and it's like the front of the building, and there's a, the little Slimer ghosts running around on like floating around and you lay your trap down put your two ghostbusters and don't cross the streams because mm-hmm. that'll get... blow up the world yeah you know that and you have to try and move the little proton laser things to trap slimer without crossing the streams and then press fire again to get the trap and hope that he lands in the trap otherwise he slimes one of you and if he slimes one of you, you get a little bit of speech and he goes, he slimed me. What the hell are you two talking about? Ghostbusters, have you not seen the film? No. Oh, You're a monster, you need to watch it. I don't watch films. You're a freak. You're an absolute freak. <laughs> you haven't seen Ghostbusters 1 and 2? No. When uh, my wife was pregnant for the first time, I never forget this, um, she was out in the garden mowing the lawn while I was laying indoors with a massive stein of beer watching Ghostbusters <laughs> it's just one of... of the year ladies and gentlemen yeah. it was just like brilliant I was laying I was laying there watching I went oh Ghostbusters on got a beer laid there watching it I thought what's that noise go downstairs to get another beer my wife's out there heavily pregnant just mowing the lawn I was like what are you doing <laughs> Ghostbusters is on <laughs> She, oh just, she just went, I'm mowing the lawn, and I just went back to it. What is wrong with It was you? only a couple of days later, I thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing a Ghostbusters high. I couldn't... Uh... <laughs> you need to watch it, you'll understand. You'll think, yeah, yeah, I'd let a pregnant woman mow my lawn while watching this. Right, so this week's new releases, and there's, there's a few again. We seem to be getting more of a collection of games coming out now that the Vita's been and gone and everyone who was dodging that is now chucking their games out so we've got quite a few this week um the first one Azura's Wrath on the 360 and the PS3 I've spent the last 10 minutes trying to figure out what the hell this game is I've watched a trailer I've read about it on Wikipedia I have no idea I know it's by Capcom yeah they've described it as an action beat-em-up but we both watched videos of it and it was more their adverts. We haven't watched any actual gameplay um, because it's not out. But um... I think there might have been a demo on the Xbox about this. Mm. I just ignored it because I didn't know what it was. So um, we might talk about that a bit more next week once we figure out what it is. But as it is at the moment, that's out. Aidy will probably buy it. Um, no, he will. He, he will. You buy he everything. Will. Yeah, he he'll will. go in his game tomorrow and he'll buy them all. Bullshit. Because <laughs> Game probably won't have it tomorrow, will they? <laughs> it won't exist. Um, Mass Effect 3, obviously, is out this week as well on PC, PS3 and 360. Hey, game just have that. don't have that. No. I, um, my pre-order didn't turn up today, which makes me sad. Yeah, um, me. We will no doubt be talking about that at great length last week. I'm very excited. It's been getting some amazing reviews online. It seems amazing. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to getting into that over the weekend once I'm finished with... I am alive and tiny tower <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna I'm gonna fr- put my phone in a jug of water don't break your phone just install the just shit get a new out. one yeah. get a new iPhone that one's corrupt yeah <laughs> I've ruined it street I've fighter... taken away it's innocence street fighter cross Tekken is out which uh... only the PS3 and 360 versions are out this week though there's a Vita and 3DS version that are out soon i really want to play this um i don't really want to at all i don't like tekken it seems to have a legitimate story and who made it do we know do we know who made it that's a very good point because i was going to say if it's like street fighter um... then i would 
give it a go because I quite like Street Fighter, but I never liked Tekken. So if it's like Tekken, then I won't want to play it. Capcom. Capcom made it, Street did they? Fighter. Okay. I might give it a go. It's on my rental list. I wouldn't go yeah. out and buy it just because I'm, I'm not a fan of fighting um, games. I've been looking into it for weeks and it's got a proper story where they're all kind of, they're all doing their own thing and they see on the news that something's been discovered, I think in the Arctic or the Antarctic and they all are traveling off to go and get it because they're all adventurers or whatever. And I imagine they all get there and have a massive punch up. And uh, yeah, I like both of them. I, I, played all the Street Fighter games when I was younger and Tekken on the PlayStation 1 and everything, I think their stories are awesome. And so I'm really looking forward mm. to that one. Well, I'm certainly not going to buy it. It's on my rental list. I'll play it at some point. AD will obviously that. buy it tomorrow. No, because I don't like much. <laughs> you know this. I do, but I also know you'll buy it anyway because you're AD and you have to buy it because it's a new game. No. We should rename this section. Rather than calling this the new releases, we should just call it AD's shopping list. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's it now. It is AD's shopping list. Yeah. No. This one you will be buying. Unit 13 on the Vita. You are going to buy that, aren't you? I will actually, yes, yeah. because it's been getting good reviews and I really like the demo, so that just confirms yeah. that it must be a good game. My concern with this is the demo was so bloody hard. I need to hear from you next week that I can ram the difficulty setting down a lot. I, I would games. be surprised if, should Mass Effect 3 turn up, that I'll have played this at all by next week. Demo is surely one of the easier settings. I don't know. The de- I found the demo really difficult. You had a go on the demo yeah, as well, I didn't, didn't you? I, I, I found it, it really I hard. Um, I, like, I really liked the way it used the controls. I think I said on our Vita launch episode that the way it utilised the touchscreen and everything was brilliant. Yes. Um, but it was just too hard for me. Um, so I need to hear from some people at some point that it's playable for someone like me who isn't very good. And if it is, I'll get it. In fact, what I might do is aim to get Uncharted finished and perhaps do a little cheeky trading for it um, because I can't. I, I, would, I wouldn't ever go back to Uncharted once it's done. Whereas this, I'm hoping, might have a little bit of like online goodness to it. So I'll give that a crack a little bit further down the line. But I won't be, like AD says, it's not anything I'm going to be playing in the next week just (laughs) because this week is Mass Effect week. Um, Although, having said that, next Wednesday there is a game I'm going to play, Journey, on PlayStation Network. Now, you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, aren't you, AD? I am indeed. Have you already got it? Not yet. Ah, See, I'm I'm eagerly on the edge of my seat waiting for it because I'm just intrigued by it. PlayStation Plus subscribers got free Resident Evil 2 and 3 this week. And something else that I can't remember. And Well, I mean, I downloaded the, a load of shit, but I've not actually played it yet. But I've not uh, I've not played this, I've not downloaded it or played it. But I just topped up my money on there as well because my Plus subscription is due for renewal next week. So I've got a bit of money floating around on there. So we'll see what's... Uh, the more I hear about PlayStation Plus, the more tempted I am to take the That's plunge. Good um, because getting Journey a whole week before plebs like me get to download it, and it's a game I'm really looking forward to. And I don't really know anything about it. I've read read bits about it, and none of the stuff I've read or videos I've watched seem to really know what it is. Um, for anyone who hasn't heard of it, it's from the guys who made Flow. Um, which was a PSN game years ago. I mean, we must be going back towards near the launch of the PS3 mm. when that came out, which was, I thought that was the best example of how to use the six axis properly when that came out, because it wasn't gimmicky and odd. It was just 
it fitted that type of game. So they've obviously got a little bit about them, this developer, and um, this one, it's just intriguing, and I'm definitely going to give this a crack. Knowing the way I've cracked through Mass Effect games before, I'll probably have finished Mass Effect 3 by Wednesday next week, and I'll be, uh, I'll be ready to move on to Journey anyway. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to that one as well. Right, so the news this week, and we're going to kick off with what at the time of recording is some breaking news, because we've literally just stopped recording for 10 minutes and sat and watched the tech demo, basically, from Quantic Dream for Kara, which is just basically, it's not a game trailer or an upcoming game, it's just an example of the technology that they're developing for a game. I think they did a similar thing for Heavy Rain um, a couple of years before that came out, they did the casting call. Um, trailer um, for that and um, this is along similar lines and it is absolutely stunning it really is <laughs> yeah when people are calling it digital art in the sort of comments underneath the trailer and whatnot um anyone who's not seen this just get it watched it's running through a playstation 3 which is the shocking thing about it and mm. the scary thing is the press release that came along with the video um is basically saying that they uh, they, when they're watching the video themselves, they they still see a lot of kinks that they need to iron out in it. Mm-hmm. And by the time yeah. by the time the final game is done, it's going to look better than that. But that is the best visuals I have seen running on a console ever. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just out of this world, isn't it? I mean, I've not seen anything like that outside of a full blown. Attempt at a CGI film. Don't try know the one. I don't mean like Shrek or anything like that. I mean the mm. ones they tried to do realistically, like the Final Fantasy films. I know they didn't do too well storyline, but no, it's even better than that. He's he's I've way noticed, ahead of that. Um, it, compared to that, though, I mean one of the things that <laughs> I always remember it because it seems so odd. But with those Final Fantasy films, they did a whole every single hair was individually made on their head and whatnot, and. That's one thing you can see. I'm, the thing that reminded me of that was just seeing they gave her hair all of a sudden. I was going to say she's bald in the video, but then suddenly hair appeared, and I thought, again, it looks like that's the sort of level of detail we're talking mm. that every hair, every single part has been sort of painstakingly made. It does look like. Nice. I would imagine the hair is probably one of those things that they would look to tweak because they've given her very, very short hair, and like yeah. you say, she's bald for most of the video. And I imagine that's just because that must be one of the most complicated things Definitely. to be able to code realistic-looking hair. Yeah. Um, but I, I was um, I watched it this morning and forgot to mention it to you two. Actually, it wasn't on the running order or anything. I just sort of remembered as we were halfway through recording, and um, yeah, I can't wait for what they can come up with heavy rain is still one of my favorite games of this generation i know it was sort of a marmite game when it came out because people like me absolutely loved it um because i love story games i'm happy with the the quick time events and all that stuff and there are plenty of people who just gave the whole well it's not a game don't really like that it's just a bloody film um but i thought it was amazing and I'm really looking forward to see what those guys can come up with again because if it's as good as Heavy Rain but looks that good, yeah, um, wow. It, it, and it is a good video. I mean, Kev told us to put it on and he was talking away. And I was just sitting there. I didn't hear a word he said. And I suddenly <laughs> went, I'm sorry, I am actually watching this. And he was like, yeah, no, keep on. But I was just <laughs> engrossed in it. I just couldn't believe that that's, like you said, PS3. It just didn't, it just unbelievable. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was an amazing um 
Well, it was just like watching a film trailer, really, to mm. be perfectly honest with you. I can't really say anything else aside from that. I mean, yeah. it was it was absolutely jaw-dropping. I mean, it's one of them things, you'd look, just go and watch it now if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Pause the podcast and go and watch it now. Because... Yeah. Make sure you come back. Afterwards. Yeah, come back. Because, well, you, know, you know, but go and watch it because yeah. it really is astounding when, when you watch it. It's the, the, the emotion that's actually in the character as well. Um, the facial expressions and emotions is quite frighteningly realistic. Mm. Um, that is something that would stop you dead in your tracks. If you saw that running... You know, any anywhere, it would be something you'd, you'd have to... You'd, it would stop you dead. I thought it was incredible. That was absolutely amazing. We'll bang a copy of the video on the site, and then people can yeah, just we'll stick it, it up on the home yeah. page. While you're there, sign up to the forum. Yeah, it's all. I think there is already a link to it in the forums themselves, but I will, uh, once we're done recording tonight, I'll stick a link to that on the homepage as well for those of you who are too scared to come on the forum and be at the mercy <laughs> of Steve. Um <laughs> Talking of beautiful, beautiful things, we had the uh, announcement for the new iPad yesterday, um, on well, Wednesday. Um, Aidy's insisting on calling it iPad 3, but Apple and Kev call it iPad HD. So No, Apple called it oh, the new iPad. The new iPad, okay. I've, I called it iPad HD because that's basically, from what I can tell, that's all it is. It's just a higher definition. I'm not even going to say high definition because I think my one's high definition. Mm. It's well, a they high, are, aren't they? Yeah, it's a higher definition version of an iPad 2 <laughs> from what I can tell. Just um, seems like... And maybe. they're calling it the new iPad. I am quite glad, actually, because I think it's going to save me some money because if it had been an all-singing, all-dancing, proper iPad 3, I would have had to have gone out and bought mm. one. As it is, I think I can wait and see what they come up with in their iPad 3. Assuming... It doesn't bring in a whole new wave of stuff on the App Store that I just can't do on my iPad 1, which it probably will, and I'll probably end up upgrading after a few months anyway. Um, but as it is, I'll, I think I'll try and stick it out and wait for the iPad 3 proper. I want them to do a proper 3 when we're doing when we're working. Uh, <laughs> well, there's rumours there'll be another money. one out this year. There's rumours this is a stopgap, and there will be an, a proper iPad 3 out before Christmas, which is another reason which leaves me thinking, well, perhaps I will wait. Uh, it would be an unusual step, I think. It's unlike Apple to basically just have their product out there for what would amount to about six months before almost killing it off with something else. And it would, I think it would do a lot of harm to all the goodwill they've mm. built up over the last 10 years. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of Apple doing any sort of stopgap product. They don't normally do that, do well, they? Well, I, I mean, guess the 3GS, the iPhone 3GS, the iPhone 4S, I guess they're stopgaps, but yeah, they both the, had a full year. Well, the 3GS had a full year before the 4 came out. That's what I mean. Yeah, you could say I wouldn't describe them as a stopgap. I would describe them as like an incremental mm. improvement, like a 0.5 improvement as opposed to a full-blown one. It it does seem a bit odd if that's what you're saying. They're going to really. I mean, the, the fact that they've not called it iPad three, um, you know, does indicate that's what they see. You know, that's how they see. It. I mean, obviously they can't call it, you know, like uh, the S or something like that because iPad two. I suppose they could iPad two S, but it does seem a bit strange to me. I mean, it's. I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm inclined to wait now for an iPad, the full fat iPad three. Mm. I think it's interesting. You were saying that well, there was that 
sort of suspicion, wasn't there? What is it going to be? Um, was it going to be a small iPad? It was kind of the rumour, wasn't it? Like a trim. Part of me thinks that would have iPad. been a better plan if the plan is to bring out the proper one yeah. later this year. I, I, I do think well, perhaps they should have done something a little bit different with this one because if I was to, if I mean, I'm not saying that is what's happening. It could be a year before we see that one now, but. If I was to go out and upgrade tomorrow, I think you told me I'd get £105 trade-in on my uh, on my iPad one. If yeah. I was to go and trade this in for the new iPad and then in six months have to do it again to be able to get the one I actually really wanted and was waiting for, and it was the whole reason I didn't do the iPad 2 because I thought, well, no, I can't go out and buy a new iPad every year. I'll do every other one. That was my plan. That's how I've done it with the iPhone. I went from the 3GS to the 4S. Yeah, um, and basically try and stagger them. So I'm buying one big shiny Apple product a year. Um, so I've been waiting for the iPad Three for like six or nine months, uh, and gradually growing to despise everything my iPad stands for because <laughs> it just runs so slowly. Um, but I'm now inclined to wait. But if they don't bring out the iPad Three this year and it comes out next year, it's going to clash with when I get my new iPhone as well, probably, and I'm going to be ruined. I'm going to be shelling out a grand in one year. Yeah, <laughs> that's a different I'm, situation. I'm I'm not really, you know, he's he's kind of took a bit of wind out of my sails really with it because I was looking forward to seeing a full fat iPad three, seeing what innovation they'd come out with. Mm. I mean, personally, you know, the I don't know, it just seems. From what I can yeah, tell, I it's, it's a better screen, it's a better processor, and it's yeah. a better camera, and that's about it. So there's call it two point five then. Well, I guess that's why they've they've deliberately not gone for iPad three, have they? Mm. So I guess it's I guess it's along those lines. But I don't know. It's um, should we be worried about Apple? That's two announcements in a row now that have been pretty anticlimactic with the four S and now this. So they have they run out of ideas? I don't think so. I think I think the problem is is they need they want to do something with the iPad. Because um, they do like their annual updates. I mean, it's only going to be a matter of time this year before they announce the iPhone 5, aren't they? I mm. mean, that's that's going to happen at some point. But I think I think maybe what Apple are doing, and they might be quite intelligent what they're doing here, is that maybe they're going to see what's going to happen with regards to the next generation of games consoles before they commit to what the iPad 3 is going to really be. Because there's no doubt that the iPad has, has featured quite substantially in terms of games. I mean, it's a larger screen has allowed it to be perhaps a bit more, um, allow you know a bit more variation in the game types than the iPhone. I mean, the iPhone, as great as it is for games, is kind of a bit limited because you know you've only got so much thumb space, haven't you? So anything with any kind of involving controls instantly becomes a little bit more difficult. And I'm just wondering if maybe that's what they're doing. They're, maybe they're just going to sit back now. And this right, we'll, we'll take the we'll take the current idea of the iPad to this sort of natural conclusion, which is very high resolution and you know very powerful processing power in there. And then before we go to the iPad three, we'll see what what actual direction we, we need to take it in, or we're going to take it in. I'd like that's what I'd like to think they were doing anyway. 
you know, and have mm. that thing that they can integrate with the TV. Like we were talking about, you know, how amazing that would be with OnLive, for example, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I mean, that's just my own personal thing. I mean, the, of course, the other way thing wide on, of the mark. Yeah, but, the other thing on the horizon is Windows 8 as well. So yeah. if they're perhaps waiting, because obviously that's been designed with a view to being used on tablets. Yeah. Um, so perhaps they want to see what that does, how it works, how yeah, successful it. it is. Yeah. yeah, and just blow it out of the water um, next year, maybe. Well, that's it. I mean, the last thing that they want to do at this moment in time is is come out with, a, you know, the iPad 3 and, you know, all singing, all dancing. Hey, look at this. And then Windows 8 tablets, you know, kick the crap out of it mm. because that means then they're going to say, oh, Christ, we'll have to do the iPad 4 now. And then suddenly it becomes even more farcical than, than what they may or may not have done in the past. So I don't know. I'm, I'm just... Uh, I'm just curious just to see the logic behind it because it, it, with the iPad range, imagine there's only been two iPads, yeah. there, so, but it, it does appear to be a bit of a, you know, an unprecedented step that they've that they've done there. You I know, think they're it, biding their time. That's yeah, all, I think, the only way I can think of it, they're biding their time. As you said, waiting to see what happens. That there's plenty of rumours and ideas and things they've brought patents for and things that they've set, you know, they've told factories to start doing. I'm always reading these odd rumours that come up on Twitter. I mean, even when there was one saying that they were looking at um, having like 3D cameras on the next one, and yeah. that hasn't happened this time. So surely, if everyone's rumouring it and talking about it, we know it's possible. So I, d- I forgot to check. Did it even get Siri the new iPad? Because there was mm. a lot of talk no. of that being on there, but I've not heard that mentioned. So perhaps it's not even got that, it which would be, be a sure, very yeah. odd step. Didn't I read somewhere that um, Apple had, had employed a couple of people, out, a couple of bigwigs out of the gaming industry? They took somebody from Microsoft? Yeah, the guy who, was, I forget his name, he was head of Xbox Live Arcade, I think. Yeah, he seems... Um, I'm just wondering if the, there's some weird integration thing on the horizon. Well, know. that's their big launch this year, isn't it? Proper, fully functioning Apple TV. Yeah. That's what they're expect. We were all expecting that later this year. So perhaps that's the reason for the sort of stopgap iPhone and iPad. Perhaps Apple TV is going to be this big, massive thing that the iPhone 5 and the iPad 3 interact with that beautifully. Mm-hmm. And it's all, I mean, it would be a wonderful, wonderful thing. It cost me a bloody fortune because yeah, I'd buy it all. But yeah. it, I mean, it could well be Over that that's where time. it's all heading. Yeah, exactly. So something like that would take time to develop once. I mean, yeah. the guy's not been there a year. I mean, you, you think of... I mean, it's going to be interesting to see where Stephen Toulouse ends up because he hasn't ruled out where, you know, he hasn't actually stated where he's going to go next. And Apple's been, I know it's been one of the companies he's been linked with and he's not denied it when he was direct. He did put something up on his blog where he addressed the direct questions and somebody said, are you going to Apple? And he said, I'm not ruling anything out at the moment. I'm keeping all my options open. Now, if he did go over there, then it would seem to me Apple are about to make a huge play for the gaming market mm-hmm. because they'll have taken two key people needed to build that. I mean, Stephen Toulouse, you know, is absolutely vital in the creation of the Xbox Live enforcement. He actually wrote the software that they use. So he knows that that platform and that system inside out. 
Hmm. So if you know it could be if he does end up going there, then if Apple make that decision to shift into the games market, then I would think Microsoft and Sony have got a big hmm. reason to be worried because Apple, well, especially especially in light of another piece of news that came out this week, which is the Valve Steam Box being yeah. on the horizon. It's mad. Which I mean, for again, for anyone who's not seen this story, it's effectively a gaming PC that plugs straight into your TV doesn't have um, an operating system on it from what I can tell it. The idea is it is just for gaming so it will have Steam on there. They'll allow you to install other games platforms like um, Origin Mm -hmm. on there. It's going to have a customizable controller and basically allow you to play um, PC games through the TV which again, anything Steam do turns to gold. uh, Sorry, anything Valve do turns to gold so um... yeah they very rarely make a misstep do they and to me i mean i was i was think was mentioned on the forum to me this is manna from heaven because i don't have a gaming pc anymore and i really can't afford i mean i know people say oh you can build a, a gaming rig for you know five six hundred quid that's really really good but you know i don't necessarily have the ability to build a pc or the inclination to to be perfectly honest i've always thought it was a really obvious idea but i've read i was reading into it when the news came out and someone tried it years ago and absolutely bombed and you just think surely this is a this is such a simple step i mean when they try and say oh you know, we're upgrading the consoles to do this, that, and the other. You think, well, PCs have been mm. more powerful than that. What are the years. things? I mean, I was initi- I initially, and I posted on the forum at the time. I saw this and just thought, fuck's sake! I already own three consoles. I don't want to have to get this and an Apple TV and a fucking yeah. Steam box as well. And if they've yeah. all got their own exclusives, if the only place I can play Half Life Three is on a bloody Steam box or a PC, I ain't going to be happy because my plan is I wouldn't have either. But the more I think about it, I've been reading a bit more about it. They, um, the, one of the ideas behind it is that they will only update it every three years. So rather than it being constant bloody tinkering with it, as it is on PCs, there will be Steam box specs, and they will change every three years. So you get, you, you know, if you go out and buy your five, six hundred pound Steam box, it's good for three years without you having to fiddle with a thing. Yeah, which I like. That's mm. fine. I can, I can probably live with that. Um, it's going to be a very, very crowded marketplace for a while, and I, there's no way I can see five consoles being supported long term. Uh, You're going to have a couple of bloody heavy casualties there. Any and predictions early on? I would say bye bye Sony and Nintendo would be my prediction. I don't think I don't think Sony. Will. I think Microsoft, so- Apple, and Valve are all too big. Part of me to- thinks Nintendo could go. I was going to suggest that because obviously. You know, it was like before when Sony came, it was by a Sega. But um, mm. Nintendo have been around so long. They've Nintendo could people. Nintendo could easily just switch to being a developer, publisher type thing like Sega of... have. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the thing is as well, Nintendo have always got the handheld market, haven't they? Which, let's face it, I mean, they know the Vita's out, but the 3DS will, will probably succeed in that market. They They... You know, since the Game Boy, they've won the handheld battles, hands down. Pardon the pun. With, you know, this, you know how many people have tried to take them on. The biggest threat to that, of course, is is the smartphone technology. But, well, let's not forget as well. It's only a couple of weeks ago that we were talking about the PlayStation name being licensed to smartphones. We were talking about the HTC yeah. set that's going to have PlayStation running on it. That's not a device that's built by Sony. It's got no Sony parts in it. Yeah. But it will be a PlayStation. So. 
you know, the door is if Sony are now licensing their name and licensing their games to other manufacturers, that's what leads me to suggest that they could be the two that we say goodbye to. Because if um, if the Steam box allows other companies software and they're like EA's origin, there's no reason why a Steam box couldn't run PlayStation. I think what you'll see with the Steam box, it'll probably be something that hammers the um, the PC market mm. because most most PC gamers use Steam. I mean, I think Origin is very much a bit of a poison um, chalice as far as a lot of PC owners. They don't seem to like it too much. From what feedback I see on Twitter, there's always people moaning about Origin. I, I've never encountered it outside of the consoles and that's usually just you know is this your email address yeah that you every, signed every up with? EA yes, demo you you play. Yeah. yeah i mean it doesn't you know i don't really have any dealings in terms of purchasing stuff and downloading stuff with it in the same way that you know with steam i mean i've had a steam account since it started was it back in 2004 with the launch of half-life 2 mm. um and I find that a very easy to use and intuitive platform. And there's nothing that upsets me more than seeing all these fantastic PC titles and not to mention the amazing special offers they have as well. Um, I mean, it wasn't that long ago they were selling um, id Software's entire collection of Quake, Doom, um, God, uh, Bloody Hexen, Heretic. Mm-hmm. It was there was literally God knows how the many Steam games. sales all are awesome. Because I was um, like, I think it was 130 pounds worth of games, and they were selling it for something like 20 quid. And I was just like, to me, I would have been an instant purchase if I'd have had a PC that would have run those games. I mean, they're old games, but I mean, I don't have a PC anymore. Mm. Um, And I just was at the time was like, no, why, why don't I have a PC? Because I just straight away would have snapped that up, and the thought of having uh, you know, a games console box that I could have just done that with, I could have clicked on, like just as easily as you do with the PlayStation Network and the Xbox Live Arcade, and say, right, I'll have that. That would have been bliss for me. I, I, I would never, ever have any kind of desire to get a PC ever again. I mean, my Mac I use for like my videos and doing this, what we're doing now and so on. Um, I don't really use it for games because it's not that great for it. It does make me think Microsoft are going to take quite a hit um, in terms of people. A lot of people own PCs to play games on. I mean, growing up, that's all I ever wanted my dad to upgrade our PC for so I could keep up to date with games. If there's a way for you to just spend a few hundred pounds on this console. But Windows 8 is already moving away from pcs it's all cloud and individual logins and be the whole premise of windows 8 is that you can log into windows 8 from any of your machines and it be your windows 8 so you can get your files and your software that you use on your pc you can get them on your laptop or your tablet and it the whole idea of a pc with this move this the way this operating system is developing is basically moving away from the pc as an individual device mm. that you go on to use your pc the pc is sort of becoming this thing that you can access from all over the place and the actual unit itself mm-hmm. i can see within five years it, right? yeah i won't necessarily have one yeah um, this steam box what i mean does it not use 
a Windows shell at all? I mean, how would you my go understanding is to online it gaming? It's, and... it's going to have there. My understanding, and I could be making this up, but I'm sure I read it somewhere that it's basically going to be Valve's proprietary software on yeah. there, right? Um, and you basically turn it on, and it is Steam. Um, so how would you, how would you go on with online gaming? Because that you obviously. You know, it needs Windows, doesn't it, to actually run the uh, the network I imagine they, aspect they to Steam. Doesn't it? Steam. You'd probably right. just play people who have yeah. that console. In the same way as yeah, it's the same way as on Xbox Live yeah. or PSN. You just play again. You just plug it in and it works. For them, for this to actually work as a thing, for me to, I've never owned a gaming PC, and it's not something I would ever consider buying because it just sounds like too much of a pain in the ass. For this to actually work. It needs to be able to be taken out of the box, plugged into the TV, plugged into the internet, turn yeah. it on, pick up your controller, and it just works. I don't want to be configuring network settings and messing around with all manner of other crap, wondering how much RAM I've got and how much how much cooling I've got on my fucking overclocked processor or any of this <laughs> bloody nonsense that PC gaming nerds get involved in every day. I just can't be doing with it this just has to be plug in and work and if it does that there's no reason for windows to be on there you can do that on pc gaming just plug it in and play it you know it's only if you want to play it at the absolute maximum settings which you probably wouldn't be doing on this Mm. console anyway you wouldn't be getting a game at the absolute top of its spec you'd be getting it on kind of the middle ground it's decent looking it looks nice but that's only the only time you need to mess around on a pc is if you want it top notch i think as well i mean the reason I, th- I was thinking maybe there is going to be like a Windows 8 shell of some sort on there is because I remember when the Dreamcast came out, that used Windows CE. Mm. And I think that dealt with the... I mean, I might be wrong because I didn't have a Dreamcast. No, it but it, I, I think it used... Didn't it not use that for its online, its yeah. networking mm. side of it? Yeah, Windows handled the networking on it. Yeah. I'm just but... thinking maybe they will do something similar with the Steam box because when all said and done, I mean... It has to be able to, if it's going to run PC games, the PC games are still going to be essentially games that are designed to run on a Windows network, aren't they? Like, you know, whether it be Windows 7 or Windows 8, it's going to be the network that they provide in terms of the internet. Um, You know, I mean, pretty much that's what's underneath the Xbox 360's Metro. Yeah. Dashboard is, you know, the, the innards of Windows operating mm. system kind of running the network side of things. I and can't I, imagine Microsoft would allow it to allow happen because it it's su- it's such a direct competitor to the Xbox. They would have yeah. to do it another way. They'd have to do it outside of Windows. It sounds more like Valve think we don't need Windows anymore. Steam yeah. built up enough that we don't need to be pandering around trying to fit it around them. We'll just do our own thing and it'll work and it will work. We know from everything we've ever seen Valve do that they're geniuses and they will just get it right. Mm. And I'm just I'm just curious as to whether Microsoft view it as a threat to the Xbox or whether it's more of a threat. I think it's I don't think it's a threat to games consoles more than a threat to the PC, the traditional way of playing games on mm. a PC. And if Microsoft were boxing clever, they would want to have that knowing that there would be fewer PC gamers because you know they could do this at the point of where right okay everybody now rather than upgrade their PC they're going to spend four maybe five hundred quid on the Steam box if that's how much it costs it probably won't because there won't be all of the 
the shovelware crap that you normally get with um, PCs anyway. It could be a lot cheaper. Microsoft could see that as a point of still saying, ah, well, we'll get the best of both worlds. We'll not only have our own games console, but we can license, um, you know, a shell version of Windows 8. Prepare yourself for Kev's sweeping generalization statement (laughs) of the week. I don't think Microsoft give a toss about games, uh, about PC gaming. They probably don't. All they care about is selling their software their office and their windows mm. to businesses and licensing that out they don't care that there's a couple of hundred nerds sat in their basement you know who gives a fuck they've got the xbox for games you can tell by the way they don't offer any kind of support to windows live that they don't care about win about um Plus, PC I, don't, gaming. I don't think they'll be too bothered about the console in so much that they don't deal with the hardware part of it they only deal with windows and the stuff that works on windows mm. and the office they uh yeah, they're, they're not. It's more a problem for Dell and whoever else makes computers nowadays. They'll mm. be the ones you should worry. Well, the um, Dell probably aren't really worried that much because the it's been suggested that that Alienware PC we mentioned a few weeks ago, um, which obviously is owned by Dell now, um, mm. that Alienware PC is an early prototype of the Steambox. I, I reckon. The second I said it, I thought Alienware. <laughs> Just thought, why did I say Dell? Any kind of other computer company yeah. will have to worry, but Dell seems to be fine, mm. and they're the bloody one that should. I would us. suggest Microsoft have a lot less to worry about than uh, than Sony and Nintendo do, and the people who should be really shitting themselves are on live because. Yeah, <laughs> their well, that's it. I mean, and... suddenly they had this really neat idea that. You know, that people were like, oh, I mean, I was one of them, thought, great idea, can't see it working. They've obviously proved me wrong because it does work, maybe not to to the level that people would like. I mean, I assume the Steambox uses the traditional method of of a hard drive of some sorts and downloading, which obviously is the the whole point with OnLive is it has no redundancy at all. But... You know, I think I think that's probably one step too far. I don't think people like you know can get their head around the idea of this thing. With online, you know, the streaming games and stuff like that. It's 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 limited to so many environmental things going right. You know, like the internet being strong, no throttling from ISPs and yeah, stuff we like need, that. We need at the peak whole time. country to change for online to work. Mm. That's something that in yeah. decades' time, when the internet has quadrupled in speed or whatever and we're all got a hundred times faster no that's not quadrupling that's <laughs> when it's a hundred times faster in a decade's time then it'll yeah. be a don't great correct time yourself so quickly leave us a chance to mock you first <laughs> yeah well i thought oh my god he's gonna mock me i'll be quick but um yeah when the internet's like a hundred times faster online will be perfect but at the moment it's so hit and miss between houses i mean kevin mm gets better speeds than me and I only live a mile away mine varies so much I couldn't rely on something like on live so um yeah I think that's more the the future but it's come too early kind of on live's issue and I said this when I uh, when we reviewed on live in one of our earlier episodes um on live as a thing is brilliant but I have used it twice because it hasn't got any games on that I haven't already played on something else. Mm. By the time games hit on live I've already played them on the Xbox or the PS3 or even the PC. Um, and obviously that's an issue Steam aren't going to have because all the big games come out on Steam on launch date Mm -hmm. Um, so you know it was a good idea but another company a proper proper company can come along and just blow them out of the water and nobody's going to care that 
you stream it on. I mean, the whole idea of OnLive was you can stream it. You don't need a top spec PC. You can just stream it and use it. Well, you know, the Steam box, you're not going to need to upgrade that. And apart from every three years when you buy a new one. The only argument for OnLive over um, the Steam box would be it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, right? OnLive has got to be mega cheap. It's massively it cheaper. So, mm. yeah. Shall we talk about some games rather yes. than we've had a good old nerdy chinwag and yeah. um, I'm sure everybody loves hearing us being really massive nerds. But let's talk about some games. There's been quite a few interesting announcements this I'm week. I'm very Steve excited. Is, yeah, he's wetting his pants. Yeah, go on. Literally, uh, SimCity, a new game is coming out in 2013 and I couldn't be happier. They are the best games in the universe, uh, hands down. I, I didn't even nominate it for best game of all time, did I? But I should it was have in done. there, it got voted out because um, no one else is a boring bastard I like bloody you. Bloody love SimCity. And when I was, but the, the downside was the, the advert for it looked amazing. And I thought, oh, I can't wait. And then right at the end it said, not representative of in-game footage. And I just thought, you cheeky bastards. Can I just point out that you both... Well, you both spent a good few minutes mocking me about Tiny Tower, and to me, SimCity is just Tiny Tower but flat. Yeah, no, it's well, <laughs> don't get me, you know, to support SimCity. I mean, I've played one of their games. I think it was SimCity 2000 or oh, 3000 or something like that. <laughs> that was enough for me. Um, so much more to it. It's just it's building houses, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. building a city, but it's also maintaining the parts of it to keep it working. You got to keep it. Flowing that sounds wow. like a job. Yeah. Well, it is like I a don't job, get I paid it's a simulation of being a city planner, I suppose. Yeah, one of those why not glory be a city jobs. Planner and get paid a load of money like, rather than... It's like theme <laughs> glory jobs. It's like theme hospital or theme park or things like yeah. that, except you're building yeah. an entire city. Boring. They're brilliant. The only good thing about Theme Hospital was that riding the roller coaster after you built it. But theme once, Hospital? No, sorry, Theme Park. And what I've... <laughs> Shut your face. I've never played Theme Hospital. I don't know why, why I even said that. But Theme Park. And then, but then eventually I realised it's just a preloaded video and it's not my roller coaster at all. Oh, but this, this is, you can build your city, or in SimCity 4, you could build your city and then drive around your city in a car. And it was your wow. city. So, Why not do that with Grand Theft Auto and you can blow things up? And because shoot you people. make this city you get to shoot and you do, you can do the taxes and everything for it. And you oh, you can, AD, AD, you don't shoot people, you can do the fucking taxes. No, the press, Kev, Kev, we've been wasting our time all these years. Gears of the War, load of crap. Halo, rubbish. Call of Duty, nonsense. Battlefield, oh, garbage. We can tax people to death. Um, That's well, what we should be no, doing. Let's all become. You unlock and you change your city. You can unlock national insurance as well. Embodiments of our own government and tax people to death. Oh, surely you've wanted to rule the world at one point in your life, AD. This is the chance. Do you know, that's not how I would want to rule the world. I would would employ somebody to do that while I go away and play on my games console. (laughs) You know, you can play the game so that your laws run a certain way and, you know, your city runs a certain way and you decide how it all runs. But it's boring. You, sir, are a boring, boring man. <laughs> it's not the only type of game I play, but I just like, love SimCity. I think it's brilliant. It's not even a megalomaniac game like Populous, where you can, you know, you can get people to follow you and then blow them all up, you know, for a laugh. It's, <laughs> it's like, it's That's like let's be one so. massive nerdo accountant and. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, let me just see how my my city taxes are doing, my finance. I just can't be doing with that. I can't I do something that is a job for a video game. It just 
it, it's not a game to me. That is an occupation that you don't get paid for. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but I, I do, I do enjoy it. I mean, a little bit of it, you kind of, it's like you're building your own model city based on what you'd want to build it. And again, Kev's looking at me like, well, that just sounds awful, but <laughs> it is fun. I don't know. I just like it. And obviously disasters hit it and you've got to recover from them. And... Oh, great. So you can spend all your hours building this city, then it gets smashed to yeah, shit. So you can start a by a fire or an earthquake and you'll have to just, you know, salvage it. Or I think I said this on, a, on an, an earlier podcast that the, that's kind of what I did when I played SimCity. I built this medium-sized city, then there was a way that you could actually force disasters upon it. <laughs> I'm and so I boring, I turned board. them off. <laughs> I got that board. You turned them off! I turned the disasters off oh, so I could God. just carry on building. Jesus. I got... I got that bored of this city just doing nothing. I, I set like you know earthquake, fire, famine, or whatever the hell you get to throw in alien invasion that, and Godzilla and all this kind of stuff, and just watch the damn thing burn. Because <laughs> I, I was just thought I would need to justify the ten fifteen hours of my life that I've just never will get back. I want to see this place burn to the ground. And then he set fire to the disc. As much as I'm trying to set it in a well. When I had the original on the SNES, and um, I used to play that, and then I'd build it to a certain level, and then I'd just leave my SNES on and go away, like, for the day or even a weekend, and then just come back and be like, oh, my city's still going, and just carry on playing. It'd be on, it'd be fucking hot. The thing would nearly melt itself. But um, the city would have like, evolved for like 300 years and I'd, be, I'd have a fortune to spend to make this massive city. So yeah, the game kind of plays itself. You don't even need to be playing it. <laughs> but I, I really like that. It is, it's, it's like an enormous Tamagotchi, I suppose. Can See why I like Tiny Tower. What are you? Can you imagine getting the next Gears of War game or the next Halo game and just leaving it to play itself and coming <laughs> back in a few hours and it's completed itself? It doesn't and complete that being itself. A good thing. Just... Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, I'm excited. Steve. Nobody else seems to be, but no. I am excited. There's a new Fable game, which we knew about, but we have a release date for it. Can you do taxes in it? No, well, I don't know. In the last one, you could buy houses, so Ooh. you could charge rent and stuff. So it's nearly the same. You can get you your can shoot you can get your accountancy well. fix. Yeah. Um, Fable: The Journey. We have a release date, fourth of September. Um, so again, in silly season. Is this the Connect? Yeah, Fable that there was rather disastrously showcased at E3 last year. Yes. Well, that was interesting as watching your hair dry. Yes, it is. <laughs> I probably um, like it then. <laughs> there is yeah. possibly more interesting news attached to it is the fact that um, Peter Molyneux is leaving um, Lionhead and Microsoft after this game is released to go and do something new, which means we won't be able to... We'll, we'll never play Milo and Kate, AD. Well, I mean, why does that not surprise me? Because the whole Milo thing was a crock of shit, as everybody knows when you watch the video. It clearly, the Kinect wasn't doing anything. It was just a pre, pre-rendered pre video that was going on there. And it was all rehearsed, you know, that, that, that whole Kinect, to my mind. I mean, she was stood right in front of it to start with. Mm-hmm. The whole I don't want to go down that path again. That just annoys me. Just it does annoy you, doesn't it? it? I love it when he brings it up because I just sit here and think, here it goes, lady. It winds me up because the reason it winds me up is because it fooled me because I bought it and then I ended up buying the bloody Kinect. I, fell for it. I sent that to loads of people that video yeah. saying, yeah. Look at this. The I did a whole assignment on it at uni based on that video <laughs> and the future of video games and how it was revolutionary and massively different. And now I, um, I played the Tiger Woods golf demo this week 
which a whole thing about that is supposed to be um, the fact it's got Connect features on it. And I didn't even bother plugging the Connect in. No. I remember that presentation, yeah. and uh, I remember thinking because we had to do something about the future of technology that yeah. amazed us. I remember I did like computer chips in your brain, and Kev did this thing, and I just thought that was far more impressive than the chip in the brain thing. It just never fucking yeah. happened. But yeah, he's leaving, um, probably because he's a con man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's probably leaving because he's probably realizes that Connect he wants to go and make a game. Shit. Yeah, and he doesn't want to be making a game that you just stand there and wave your arms around at, and mm. probably wants to go and do something you know that's a bit more befitting a guy that made some pretty impressive games in his time. Yeah, and uh, he's not going to do that with Connect. No. So it'll be interesting to see what sort of stuff he comes out with, whether it's yeah. going to... Because I, I would imagine that means the end of Fable as well, I should think. Um, well, which, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, he's left Lionhead, and they, they, they're they the guys responsible for it, aren't they? So mm. they'll probably get somebody else to come in and... Mind you, did they... I mean, how's Fable, how did Fable 3 do? That's the, that's the question. Did Not, it really sell I, that well? I don't know. I... Um, I have no idea. I didn't. Oh. I'd never even really bothered playing it. I bought it because I loved Fable Two and just sort of played about an hour of it and just stuck it back on the shelf. I think I've still got it, but you know, didn't really grab me. Mm. Um, something that does look exciting that's been announced: Forza Horizon um, is coming out this year. In fact, um, from what I can tell, it's a racing game that's not really anything like Forza with the Forza name on it hoping it's going to be more along the lines of something like your Project Gotham Racing just a bit more arcadey pick up and play don't have to fiddle around with your tyre pressures like you do on Forza <laughs> and it looks good seeing the trailer for it looks like it's going to be just the kind of racing game that I like to play and I'm looking forward to it the only worry I've got I always have a worry the only worry I've got is didn't we have a Forza game last year? And you know, yeah, I don't want us to be getting annual bloody Forza games. Well, if they if they've gone and done what I kind of hoped they wouldn't do, and which is take the Project Gotham racing and integrate it into Forza, because obviously they allowed um, bizarre creations to go, so mm. there wouldn't be any more Project Gotham. What kind of bothers me now is like you say if that's what it looks like it's going to be are we going to be getting a call of duty situation where we have forza horizons and then which is you know the more arcadey type game and the forza um proper forza game mm. which is going to be the more sim game alternating each year if that's the case that's going to kill forza stone dead for me because you know the thing i liked about forza was the fact that you know, you waited two, three years before a new one arrived. And, you know, now it's going to be, I don't know, it's just going to be, like, <laughs> is it going to be franchised out? Is it just going to franchise itself to death? You know, a turn 10 going to become another casualty or something? Uh, I don't know. A bit worried about that. <laughs> mm. It looks like it'll be good fun. But like you say, I I'm bought. Okay. I've only just bought Forza 4. Yeah. I'll probably be buying Forza 5 next year. Um, do I want to buy another Forza game this year? I'm not that big into races. But having said that, if it was Project Gotham 5 that had been announced, I'd be all over that. <laughs> so if it's the same game just with a different name, then, you know, I'm not really that bothered. But I think I, I remember Project Gotham 4 and Forza 3 came out at about the same time, and I bought both of them. So, 
you know, I'd buy it anyway. Just uh, it looks quite good and yeah. um, rather excited to see how that turns out. Um, we have Battlefield 3 news as well. Um, lots of DLC come in and this sort of goes in completely the opposite direction because this DLC is going to be taking us well past where the next release would be if they were going to be doing an annual updates for it. Hmm. We've got a new pack coming out in June and then we've got packs coming out in the autumn and the winter. So they're basically saying Battlefield 3 is here to stay. We've not got a new Battlefield coming out in silly season this year. Um, They're not going to go up against Call of Duty this autumn and winter. They're basically going to stick with Battlefield 3 and just keep supporting it with expansion packs, which to me sounds bloody awesome. Um, And also they're going to be having private servers on consoles coming up as well, which again is an interesting little development. Yeah. Um, And they certainly seem to be going all out to put some proper support for Battlefield 3 and make it into a proper long-term console shooting game, which, yeah, coming from a world where you get a new Call of Duty game every year, and every year the whole community has to migrate over to the new game that they have to buy the game and the Elite Pack for and all this stuff and spend 80 quid a year on Modern Warfare 3, to be able to have Battlefield 3... Um, buy it and still be playing it two years later because they're supporting it with expansion packs and new features. Yeah, um, I might break double figures in kills before the next Battlefield game. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's um, like you say, it's refreshing. And it is, um, I mean, round I of applause for, for EA it, of all bloody companies. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> get this this obsession. I mean, well, I know what I do get it. I mean, Activision are just trying to be greedy, but. At the same time, people are going to get bored sick of Call of Duty unless there's some proper innovation because the basic architecture of Call of Duty hasn't changed in five years. The The, the basic idea of the online ranking up and perks and all that came in Call of, uh, Modern Warfare, mm. which came out in 2007. Now, that is still the, the backbone of the online of the online element to, to Call of Duty. So there hasn't really been much change at all or anything like that. And I kind of like the, the idea what what um, DICE and EA are doing is saying, look, we've got a really good structure in place now with Battlefield 3. It's a good, solid engine. It looks really good. It plays really well. And we're just going to build on that, you know, not by releasing Battlefield 4, next year we're just going to do it via dlc which to me is how it should be mm. i think that you you get more loyalty with it and plus the fact ea have got the medal of honor games as well haven't they yeah. to to go with and plus the fact they've got whatever game it is that um infinity ward um x members and i can't remember what they bloody called themselves now <laughs> they're working on for them so I would imagine that's going to show its face in the next year or two. What they've been working on. So there's there's plenty of um, there's plenty of other stuff for them to do, and I think it's a sensible thing rather than crowd the battlefield market to death and and end up spoiling that franchise just to keep it, you know, keep the maps coming and and tweaks here and there because 
I do like it, and it's very rare for me to say that about an online shooter of that type. But it's very addictive. We've found ourselves going, is. oh, let's play this, and then, no, we end up on Battlefield. It's brilliant. Well, yeah, we tried to have a Left 4 Dead night, um, mm. didn't we? We had it all over the forum saying, come play Left 4 Dead with us. We did it for an hour, and then went and played <laughs> Battlefield with everyone else, because we, we were just, the two of us sat on Left 4 when Dead. I get in tonight, I'm hoping there'll be people on there. I'll just have a quick game before I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, round of applause for EA. That's, yeah. uh, that's awesome stuff. Um, we have, again, breaking news at the time of recording. So we've got lots of stuff going on this week, and it keep, I keep adding to the running order as we go. Um, Game have announced yet more... Fire sales. Yeah. Um, earlier in the week, we had them flogging off all their pre-owned games. I think you could get Killzone 2 for 48p was mm. the one that caught my eye. Um, but they've announced pre-owned console prices from tomorrow, you will be able to go into Game or Game Station, pick up a pre-owned Xbox 360 for £69, pre-owned PS3 for £99, Get pre-owned Wii, a pre-owned Wii for £39, That's shocking, isn't it? Um, or a PSP for £29. Aidy, give up buying games for like a week and buy me a PlayStation 3, mate. Go on. <laughs> no. Just do it for your old pal. do that. Uh, do you know, I mean, that that is quite remarkable prices remarkable. For, the, for that stuff. I mean... I assume that that's not specific to a particular 360. I mean, well, no, it says from 69 pounds. From, from 69, right? Okay. Pounds, so, do you want a kidney for 150 <laughs> <laughs> Even so, I mean, what does that? What? What is that saying? There's got to be something in the offing. Yeah. That, I mean, <laughs> they can't be selling all of their pre-owned stuff, considering that's where they were making their money. If anywhere was the pre-owned yeah. sales, which is the reason why I think they ended up in a bit losing a bit of favour with the likes of EA and Nintendo and so on and so forth is because they've they've always wound them up the wrong way by doing the pre-owned stuff. Um, it, for looks, them, it looks like a company liquidating their stock because they've got to pay the bills. Do they it still does. buy pre-owned things? Yeah. Like, so if you took a PlayStation in, they'd take it off you. Well, I get. It. I imagine they'll. We ain't going to give you much more than thirty yeah, quid for it, exactly. based on those price, based on those prices. Might be worth hovering around when you're in there to hear if anyone needs. <laughs> because, like, my brother-in-law did this. He was in a he was in a game buying a game, and some kid come in with his DS and was like, "Oh, I want to trade it in." And they were like, "Well, we'll give you I don't know like forty quid for it." And my brother-in-law just said, "I'll give you forty-five. And this was when they were like quite <laughs> new and going for over. And he, yeah, he just got it for forty-five quid left. He was well chuffed. He hadn't intended to get one, but this kid was chuffed. He'd made an extra five over what uh, game we're going to give him. So yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go in there to buy one for a hundred. I'd hover around waiting for the mug who's going to trade their PS3 in for thirty quid. All. And how gutted would the guy in game be knowing that they'd probably sell that for a hundred quid? Yeah, it's awful. I mean, um, eBay's probably the way to go with that. Yeah." I mean, I must admit, I've gone away from trading my stuff in. I've been selling it on Amazon, mm. and I've just sold Battle Stations Pacific for fifteen quid on Amazon this week, and that is quite an old three hundred and sixty yeah. games, probably three, four years old, for fifteen quid. I would have probably got about a pound for that in game, if that, based on if their that, new prices, or fifty p. What's um, what's a PlayStation going for online at the moment? If you went on eBay, you'd buy know. one second hand. Because I mean, again, I don't know second hand, but it's only about two hundred and forty nine quid. Yeah, when mm. you when you scared me about my uh, about mine, I went and priced up a uh, 
a replacement, get myself a skinny one because I've yeah. still got my big fat launch one, and I think I could get a, one of them and a couple of games for two hundred and fifty. So yeah, yeah, they're um, you could, but you can anyone who's looking to take the plunge and perhaps you've only got one console sat there at the moment. If you fancy having a Wii for forty quid. Or a hundred pounds for a PlayStation. You still 3, won't you know. play it at forty quid, to be fair. No, but, but yeah, if you've never had one, there's you know for forty quid, it's worth getting one to play the two Mario and Zelda games. I imagine yeah, if it's I mean, selling that cheap, then things like Wii Fit and all the add-ons must be like a Connect or whatever. They must be going mm. a bit cheap as well. Surely they've not mentioned them. But... I had fully intended to not talk about game last week because we spent so long talking about mm, them this week. Yeah. That, last week, sorry. But um, yeah, well, that's some really good deals there. I know it's at the expense of game, but let's face it. <laughs> yeah, you know they've done it at the expense of customers for quite a number of years, haven't they? So, you know, let's uh, if it's a bit of comeback for the customers, if it's game swan song, well then you know it's a good opportunity for people to take advantage. And if you have got you know a bit of cash lying around, and you have already got a 360 or a PS3 in a Wii. He's no harm in buying a backup console either. No, okay. you know, yeah. especially you know, bearing in mind just how these things tend to fall over in opportune if they, moments. If they can do me a skinny PS3 for a hundred quid, I'll be in there tomorrow getting one. Just yeah. because you know, I'll I'll flog mine on. There's the tons of skinny ones for over two hundred on eBay. So if they are doing them for a hundred, <laughs> grab them just to flog them on eBay <laughs> for hundred and fifty. You can make a profit out of this. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you still play PS2 games on your PS3, Kev? Not so much now. Right, no. I was just going to say because the skinnies won't play PS2 yeah. games. I did for the first few years. I had it. I did a lot, but um, since there's actually been PS3 games worth playing, I've not really. I don't really. I think I've only got one or two now. Anyway, right. And I've still got a PS2. I've got a pink PS2 sat in my garage. That if it if it did come <laughs> to it, it was my daughter's one that she had in her room, and um, she's moved on. She's got a laptop and isn't interested in that anymore. So um, I've kept it just in case because I knew my my play my ps3 would give up at some point so i thought well, i'll keep the ps2 i yeah. i would only get a couple of quid for it trading probably so i'll just keep it and the few games i might ever want to go back to i'll uh, i've got that set there to play them on i was going to say going through their fire sale games there were some on there that were still more expensive than amazon if you wanted to get them mm. secondhand and after <laughs> saying that they were selling playstations on ebay for uh, over 200 i have just come to the part where there are loads for under £100, and they're also in excellent condition, fully yeah. working. So even though that they are saying it's a fire sale, I'm looking the at... The difference you get with game, though, is you know it's going to work. But it's not like they're going to offer you any kind of warranty either I think way. They, I think you do get... Three uh, months. Yeah, you do oh, get a warranty for the pre-owned stuff. Here, will they, will they yeah, but, you know, it's... Obviously, if if they go bust, your warranty probably goes with them. But if they're bought out by... Because uh, that was another piece of news I picked up today. GameStop have announced they are looking to buy the... I think it was the... Uh, I'm trying to remember this. Italian and Spanish game stores, possibly? The Spanish and Portuguese. Oh, the Iberian it? stores, ah, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so GameStop are already... Over, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'd imagine if they end up taking game over as a whole, then they're gonna, they will guarantee the warranties for you. Yeah. So it's worth having a look if you're looking to pick up a new console. And um, last little bit of news, and this one is uh, more rumour and conjecture than news. Um, by the time this episode's out, this will all be firmed up detail. But PlayStation, Sony are announcing the next batch of PlayStation Vita games tomorrow, Friday, um, when the episode will actually come out. 
Um, there have been a few leaks by Play.com. It looks like we're getting a, a Monster Hunter game and Grand Theft Auto Vice City Knights are the headline Final ones. Um, who cares about Final Fantasy, Steve? No one. That's who cares about Final <laughs> ah, Fantasy. But you see, the thing is, Monster Hunter and Final Fantasy will make the beta sell like hotcakes yep. in Japan. That's what I was getting That at. is exactly what they... When they say... Oh, it's not been selling well. This is because this is what they're waiting for. I mean, they, Monster Hunter made the PSP go through the ceiling in terms of sales. Th- that's like their FIFA. It's like their Modern yeah. Warfare. That shifts. That that will shift the Vita like something not right. So, is this so, the same? Because there's a Monster Hunter game coming out on 3DS soon. Is there not, or am I making that up? Is this um, going to be the same game, or is it a different game? Do we think? I don't know, to be honest. And I mean, they, they have. I mean, it's a Capcom game, if I remember correctly. So mm. it, it comes out on all different formats. But yeah. they, they do the Monster Hunter game. Um, they did two on the PSP. I actually ended up buying both of them, and they were both the same bloody game. Just one on <laughs> all the multiplayer elements. You are, like, you're, I've never known anyone who buys games the way you do. You're insane. Yeah, well, I, I thought they were two separate games. I thought it was a sequel, you and it wasn't. It was either. like a special edition of the same game. <laughs> yes. I'm even thinking, I've played this before. This is... <laughs> and I'm not saying, you bastards. So, yeah, and then they did the uh, the one on the Wii, didn't they? Mm. Um, that had like did it have an online element to it or something I can't remember now but yeah they are huge huge sellers in Japan so this will be exactly what the Vita's been waiting for and if if we're going to gauge whether it's Auto's big news um, in the West as well yeah Tales of Innocence is another one, and apparently it's the ninth game in the Tales series. I'm thinking I've never even bloody heard of the Tales series. Is that any good, AD? No idea. I've never played it's it. Japanese one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it looks Japanesey from the pictures, so it must be a big one over there mm. that we're getting. But, uh, I would suggest we're going to find out about Call of Duty, a bit more detail about that as well in this announcement tomorrow as well. We know it's coming because... Um, Activision yeah. have confirmed it, but I would imagine Sony will just sort of rubber stamp that tomorrow and say, yeah, for those of you in the West, we've got Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty. You know, it doesn't get much bigger than that, does it? Final Fantasy no. Type O, whatever the heck, Type O. It's like, I've read it and thought they just... Are you really talking about Final Fantasy again? I know, You're the only person in the world who cares. But proved by our Raptor, people are playing the one that we told them not to play. Um, <laughs> apparently, this is... an easy on-the-go access to the Final Fantasy 13 universe. So those people who are playing 13-2 might be interested in this. I can't imagine it'd be that good because the 13 universe is gash. Right, um, fucking internet. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, as we just finished wrapping up our news section where we did that massive section on the Steam box... Um, we've had more breaking news. I ain't fucking talking about it. I've had enough. I'm going home. <laughs> After uh, talking about how it's uh, happening soon and blah, blah, blah. And, um, yeah, the breaking news is they're not releasing anytime soon. They've been, Valve have been prepping um, their new big picture mode user interface Steam thing. And they've been using boxes that they've built to test that on. Um, they've been playing around with different uh biometric feedback devices and whatnot and generally they've they've they're working on a console or a machine of some kind but they're not intending to announce anything anytime soon so all the rumors that it was all coming it's all soon 
doesn't seem to be happening just yet. It's um, getting announced at E3. Yeah, well, they've, they've actually just said um, there's definitely nothing coming anytime soon, nothing at GDC or E3, um, but they're not ruling out the possibility that someday Valve will make hardware. Um, well, that's what the guy asked him, and he replied, I think that's accurate. So they are likely to do something soon, but it's not as impending as we thought. So Okay. Yeah. Can we um can we stop talking about news now and turn the internet off? Because yep, um, if off. anything else happens, it is now ten past ten on Thursday night. If anything happened after then, we deliberately didn't put it in the show because we want to stop recording. I want to play point. Battlefield, damn it. Exactly. Um so moving straight on into the best game of all time, because that's been going on again on the forum this week. If you want to get involved in that yourself, head over to maturegamer.co.uk. Um, there has been a couple of interesting battles on that this week. We've had Gears of War knocked Goldeneye out, which I'm happy with that. I voted Gears of War in that, and I think that's mm. fair, because like AD yeah. was saying last week, Goldeneye's a bit shit if you go back and play it now. Yeah, I, I only voted for the Goldeneye for the nostalgia, um, mm. but I really like... I didn't think I liked Gears of War before I played 3, and now I want to go back and play the other one, so I can see why that mm. one. Um, Super Mario 64 beat Okami. For me, that was easy. You didn't think so much. No, that was... that. If it hadn't... I mean, they were all hard decisions um, last week, but that, that was a hard one, because for me, that was the best game on the N64 against the best game on the PlayStation 2. Didn't Okami get one vote? Yeah, yes, guess that who that me. was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, as good as Akami was, it wasn't as good as Mario 64. Yeah, I'm afraid you've been proven wrong there, sir. Um, Doom knocked Resident Evil 4 out. I voted which, Doom, so yep. That's the only one that I lost this week, so I voted Resident Evil 4, because mm. Doom's rubbish. No, it's not. <laughs> shoot, shoot. Ah, got shot. Shoot some more. Oh, got That's shot That's what some all more. shooting yeah. games are like. No, I can't heal. Here's, here's, here's the way I play it. Shoot, shoot. Didn't get shot because they shot everything else first. <laughs> the way I played it was or take the steroids, you know, get killed lots. That, that game was awesome. And um, Skyrim really beat the crap out of Bioshock. That was hilarious. Everyone, Every vote was, oh, yeah. I really love Bioshock, but I'm voting Skyrim. Yeah, everyone in the po- in the thread just saying, you know, it's been the hardest one yet, and then um, Skyrim destroyed it. Everyone voted for Skyrim, pretty much. And I think that's just down to, to the fact that Skyrim is now and Bioshock was then. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd like to think so. It's humorous, though, that we both argued over what we thought the best game ever was, and we were both wrong. Yeah, <laughs> your game was voted better than mine, but yeah, clearly so. the people voting are all idiots. <laughs> That's got to be it. <laughs> well, I mean, just by what's happening in the current, yeah. yeah, we've got Metal Gear Solid Three versus The Sims Three. Now I voted for The Sims on this Same one. Here. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid is boring as shit. That's oh, The Sims 3 is really entertaining. Leave The Sims 3 on and then go away. It come, you can come back to a good game still. <laughs> <laughs> it plays itself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to vote for Sims 3 is a vote for the anti gaming. The, uh, the reason I voted for The Sims 3 is because my daughter loves it and I don't play, I, I don't like or play either of those games. I don't like but Metal she Gear loves Solid. The Sims. So. Exactly. Therefore, why did you vote for it? Because she likes it. It's a non-gamer's game. He plays loads of games. That's not a game. <laughs> I, I, I've only played... I played The Sims 3 for about two days. Like, I, about six hours in total. But um, I, I found that I played it, thought, I've done everything. There's nothing more to do. And then and haven't played it since. And um, Metal Gear Solid, I just... 
the whole series just annoys me. Just uh, wandering mm. around, trying to be discreet. No, we discussed it before. Yeah. I want to kick a door through and shoot someone in the face. I don't want to. This be is also out. it's the version that is just been re-released on the HD thing and is also coming out on the 3DS. So AD's going to own two new copies of this very, very soon anyway. You won't play any of got. I've already got the HD one. Yeah, you're going to get the 3DS one as well. No, I'm not getting the 3DS one. No, I'm protesting now. (laughs) Because you lot don't deserve... Anybody that votes for The Sims 3 doesn't deserve to be... Doesn't deserve for you to buy a game you want. You'll punish us by punishing I'm going to punish you by not buying it. So a game we all think doesn't warrant voting for, you're going to let sink, even though you're the only one. No, I've already voted for it. He already already, owns it eight times. He doesn't need it. It's the second time I've owned it. I bought it for the PS2 and I've got it on the PS3 now. So I've done my bit. And I just know, I can sit back comfortably knowing that the vast majority of real people. Not the Mickey Mouse audience that votes for The Sims 3 out there would the agree Sims with me. The Sims is winning at the moment, AD. Yeah, but that's thing, not, not because real people have voted for it. It's the fools that are on the forum that <laughs> um, know Steve, a decent game. Me and Aidy have both called the people on the forum idiots this week. Can you just even it out and call them idiots? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's face it, they are, aren't they? Well, yeah, they let Final Fantasy VII drop out. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not talking to them. Um, <laughs> We've got another one to come in this uh, head-to-head as well in the minute that I'm going to uh, yeah. question. The... Well, let's do that one now. Civilization 4 against Sensible World of Soul. Who is voting now, for Civilization I, 4 I over the greatest footy game ever? I explained on the forum why I voted for Civilization and ahead me. of Sensible Soccer because Civilization 4 is still the best game of its type you can play. Sensible World of Soccer <laughs> is not as good as FIFA. I voted Civilization. I swear there, AD. We're talking cheese, mate. It's just, just... Civilization Four. Is that another one you can leave playing and yeah. go away and have a bite and come back? And Civilization Four is a brilliant game, AD, and I don't Boring. play. Games Not go away for a like... bite, AD. Go away for a weekend. <laughs> Civilization is the only game that has ever had me up all night playing it. When I when I first got that, I would still be up at four or five o'clock in the morning playing it at night. That has never happened with another yeah, game. Yeah, but you like spreadsheets. I love spreadsheets. Oh my well, god! I don't, I don't need to say any more. Sensible world of soccer is why you've got FIFA. Yeah, but That's... FIFA's better than it, and there's nothing better than civilization. That's natural progression, isn't it? Civilization. Yeah, but how? You know, if 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 that was FIFA, if that was FIFA 12 against Civilization 4, it would have been a harder decision. But the fact is, Sensible World of Soccer is not it's as brilliant. good as FIFA 12. It was brilliant at the time. I loved it. I played both of these games to death. But Civil, uh, Sensible Soccer has been bettered. Whereas Civilization hasn't. I of think course it has. Civilization isn't even the best game in its class. Ailey, I think you'll find that more people will probably side with you <laughs> on a lot of these games. Um, I reckon. I imagine there'll be more people listening, nodding along with Ailey, thinking, what are they on about? Like there was with the Vita the other week. But um, <laughs> we, I didn't even know what Kevin voted, and I've gone both times the same as him i'm like i'm quite surprised because i thought we had quite different tastes in games but yeah the sims and civilization both in my opinion are better and you need to be sent away for political re-education i'm gonna make sure that you 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 sent some sort of internment <laughs> camp for this well if you uh 
knew anything about being the mayor of a city, you could probably make that happen. But since you <laughs> no, know, I don't need to. Um, I just also... need to know how to be a dictator. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got Left for Dead against Halo 3. This one, easiest decision. Well, no, yeah. it's not the easiest because the next one was easiest for me, but that's an easy, easy decision. Yeah, Left for Dead. Um, Left for Dead's brilliant. Halo 3, as much as I enjoyed the co-op campaign online, it was pap. Um, and uh, you online know. was spoiled by idiots, and that's what always happens with Halo games. You get the the sort of just jumping up and down constantly. That's all I remember. Oh, when when I think that. of Halo, the... I see jumping up and down. Halo. When you play Halo online, usually that is the place where you can guarantee you're going to get abused by people. You know, if you've got your headset plugged in or something like that, or it 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 has a pretty bad reputation probably worse than call of duty and i found that with halo 3 it was the first time i really encountered some of the bad element online and that really put me off it's the first time a video game made you cry wasn't it it didn't make me cry i just don't (laughs) like don't particularly like listening to racist abuse being thrown around the internet Mm -hmm. none of it was particularly directed at me Mm -hmm. but it's still not pleasant having to listen to one thing i hate like not, to be fair, I was playing Left 4 Dead online, and that that guy I mentioned earlier just kept calling everyone a fag, and I just thought, yeah. "There's no need for it." He's just sitting there calling everyone a fag. And he just thought, "What's wrong with you? You know, just chill out, mate. It's a game. People are a bit just yeah. oh, twats." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just gets boring, and it, 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 the the end of the day, whether it's directed at me or not, there are still some kids out there, and I would hate for you know a kid to be racially abused because. They don't really. It's not like they totally, completely understand what's going on. This is one thing that uh, bugs me a little bit about playing online, especially at the moment with Battlefield, is that you can't control who you're playing with. At least I don't have to hear them talk on Battlefield. Yeah. um, It still bugs me that I have to play with people, especially when they're hiding up in a mountain sniping you. There's so many things about people on these games where they are just. You you sit there, you just think, "Oh, you're a twat. Why are you here?" But um. Yeah, I'm glad that certain games have moved away from letting you listen to these dickheads. Mm. <laughs> the last game this week, Geometry Wars Retro Evolved 2 versus World of Warcraft. <laughs> this was the easiest decision of the week yeah. for me because I love Geometry Wars and I hate World of Warcraft. <laughs> well, I, I love Geometry Wars and uh, 1 and 2. And I'd also put a substantial amount of time into World of Warcraft, and that's just time I will never get back because <laughs> all the hours I've put into it, I never felt I achieved a solitary thing in it. <laughs> Geometry Wars 2, simply getting one achievement out of that game. Oh, bloody hell, yeah. <laughs> I felt like I could run around the back garden <laughs> waving my arms in the air. Rock so hard. Hard. that game, yeah. I mean, it was just incredible. You, you just... You know, when you have to get like a specific score or something like that, and you know you've got like one life left, and you're getting really close to that. I can't remember whether it was in the first one or the second one, but there was an achievement for going a minute at the start of the game without shooting. I couldn't even fucking do that one. (laughs) (laughs) Like five seconds without shooting. Yeah, you just. I think it was only for like five points because. I mean, it was only a, an arcade game. There's only 250 points on it top, so it's for five gamer points. And I tried for days to try and go 60 <laughs> seconds without shooting, and you just can't do it. No. I don't believe it's possible. 
I think just, it's an actual impossible feat. You're um, just surrounded by that many different yeah. ships and so on and so forth. It's like, you know, oh my God, and then you're blowing up and you think, no, I, this can't be done. Mm. There has to be some exploit or something. There has to be a Jesus location. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But they're, they're just brilliant games. They, are, they would be perfect on a handheld as well. Yeah. If you stuck them on the Vita... Um, I'd be very happy. Um, and World of Warcraft, the only memory I have of World of Warcraft, um, I got it for a birthday present a couple of years ago. Someone actually bought me um, World of Warcraft, a couple of the expansion packs for it, um, and I had like a month's subscription. I plugged it, I put it, set it all up, spent fucking hours installing all that crap. Oh, um, yeah. Did the first couple of hours of grindy nonsense, mm-hmm. ventured out of that first area, got killed, had to walk for 10 minutes to get back to my body or something ridiculous. That's annoyed me. That and then rift. kept going back, getting killed again. And I spent more time walking back to my corpse than anything else. Mm, and I, yeah. I, play, I played for that one evening. I never went back to it. Even though I've got the game, two expansion packs, and I had a month's subscription, I played it for one night. And all I remember is walking back to my own corpse. And I don't understand at what point in the development of that game they thought, I know what people will enjoy. Rift does that. Let's make them walk back to their corpse yeah. when they die. No matter how far away they are, yeah. I don't get it. It's like the MMO staple, isn't it? The yeah. grind element to it. And the I think there's only one MMO I'd actually... Well, Pops too, but one that springs to mind at the moment would probably be the Star Wars one, the Old Republic. I think I wouldn't mind that so much, but... Um, I really want a Pokemon MMO, and I'm the only loser my age who probably thinks that. But you've I got just to think stop talking. Fantastic. I think you're just yeah. making yourself out to be a fool. No, I just think it'd be yeah. perfect for MMO. <laughs> it's good for a handheld. I think handheld and MMO, it'd be perfect. Anything else, it wouldn't be. But I just think an MMO of that would be good because there's a lot of stuff. It would. It you wouldn't have to be grinding all the time because you'd always have something. I'd like a uh, what I'd really like is an accountancy simulator. <laughs> SimCity like to... MMO. Where you just <laughs> yeah. all charge each other. I, I don't mind. I don't mind the grinding element to a game so long as when I die, I don't have to spend like at, at half an hour, like you say, trying to find where your body is, just it, so you it, don't lose experience and yeah. stuff. It's not hard to find your body in Rift, but you have to. I, every time I die, I have to walk through, and then I get in my body, and the bad guys are still there. And yeah, they kill exactly. Me. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that was it. I died. I died like five times. The same guy just basically stood next to my corpse, waiting mm-hmm. for me to come back and kill me again. And um, yeah, I just turned it off and never went back to it. It's still sat in the garage. Yeah. I actually voted for World of Warcraft on that best game of all time thing purely because I looked at the two and I thought, well, that one is is enormous. It's such a big game. I just kind of thought, I don't, don't see how I shouldn't vote for it. Just from a democracy point of view, more people have loved that That's, game and poured time uh, yeah, into that. Geometry. You need but, to um, play Geometry yeah, Wars I'll, and then you'll understand yeah. why. I think with World of Warcraft, it's a game you really have to be part of some sort. Is it a guild or whatever? Yeah. What do they call yeah. it? Where you've got like a few of you going on raids and stuff. Because playing it in the single player element is just horrendous. I mean, it's not too bad at the beginning when you're ranking up a bit. But I think I got to about level 25. And I was just... That's kind of the... You get stuck in this bit of a no man's land because... You can kill things, but the ranking up then starts to take so long and you really need to be doing party raids and stuff. And unless you know somebody, you're never going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it just it just 
became such a chore, like you say. I mean, I was getting to places where the real thing annoyed me is I'd attack, I'd go to somewhere where I had to get something or kill someone. And I'd plan my strategy because, you know, and I'd, I'd start shooting or, or stabbing everything and gradually whittling them down. And then they'd start to respawn while you mm-hmm. while you were there. And you're like, oh, this is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> no, unless you're mega powerful and I could kill something in one go. Uh, essentially, I was just spending all my time killing the same thing. Then I forgot to the objective. I couldn't get back out because when I came back out, there was like hundreds of them all respawned and I couldn't get past them while we're this, you know, dying and, and coming back and finding your bloody gravestone yeah. thing again over it or your body. Over while we're still again. on the topic of MMOs, um, I forgot to mention earlier on, if anyone who listens does play Rift um, or wants to join me on it, I, I normally I go on games as RB6K and I thought, right, I can't go on a stack because I've got to name my dwarf person. So I was going to call him Sheepdog. <laughs> because that's my other nickname that Kev always calls me, and um, it asked what you want to give it. What what's its first name? What do you want to call this dwarf? What's his first name? So I put in sheep, thinking the next name would come up to write dog in. But no, I'm sheep. <laughs> Just sheep the dwarf. I wander around this fucking map with sheep written above my head. And I'm like, that's just nonsense. What a nonsense username that is. I was this close to just using one of the other sign-ups that you guys had been given and just starting again. Because I, like, I tried putting in Sheepdog and it said, oh, you can't have a space in the name. So I thought, oh, it'll give me a surname in a minute. So yeah, I'm just Sheep the Dwarf. That is awesome. <laughs> so look out for me, add me. It's almost worth joining up just to laugh at me. Oh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> um, If you, as I say, to get involved in the voting for the best game of all time, get over to maturegamer.co.uk, sign up to the forums, and, um, yeah, get in there and get voting on it, and uh, you might get to meet Sheep the Dwarf as well. (laughs) Yeah, and and don't be put off by the things I say. I'm only having a bit of fun when I say things like, you know, the clueless and what have you. I'm just just trying to add a bit of spice to the occasion. I think, (laughs) you know, vote for what you want. Don't... (laughs) We don't let these twats put you off. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just a bit of fun at the end of the day, and we, I just, I just do it to add a bit of spice to it, just to wind people up a bit and and what have you. But yeah, I mean, feel please vote for what you really want to vote for. Don't don't be swayed by us. (laughs) (laughs) While you're on your uh, your internet machine signing up for the forum, head on over to Raptor as well, Raptor.com. And friend us on there. We're Mature Gamer Podcast on there. It's something that I'm really interested in and want to start incorporating into the show a little bit, but we need a few more people on there. I think we've got like 15 friends on there now, but I want to get as many of our listeners on Mm. there as possible. Because what it does is it allows us to see a chart of what our listeners have been playing. So like Steve mentioned earlier, we can see that um, the third most played game on our from our listeners this week was Final Fantasy Thirteen Two, which to me that's completely off my radar now. It was released a month ago. I haven't really thought about it since, but clearly you guys are still playing it. Um, so perhaps it's something we maybe do need to cover a little bit more. But the more people we've got on there, the more we can tailor the show towards what you guys are playing. And I mean, we can see that in the top five we've got Gears of War three, Battlefield three, Gotham City Imposters. They're obviously the games we're playing online as well that's yeah that's three of us um, yeah obviously out of but, 15 that's gonna skew it but if we uh but if we see other games hit that top five we'll perhaps amend our online sessions 
Definitely. Yeah, I mean, if you're new to the forum, definitely get on there. I mean, it doesn't cost anything to sign up for it. And, you know, with new members coming in, it'd be interesting to see, you know, how things might change, you know, what games they're playing and so on. Because sometimes when you're new to a forum, it's you can feel a bit intimidated in trying to get people to talk about or even play the games that you want to play online. So if we can see what, you know, new gamers are coming up with or new forum members are coming mm. up with games that they're playing, you know, we, we can start to get a better idea that way. From a nerdy point of view, you also get to track how many hours you've played a certain game and just mm. what, you know, general bits like that that some people It like. tells me I played Football Manager 2009 for 700 hours, exactly. which is oh terrifying. God, that is a spreadsheet. <laughs> you sat looking at a spreadsheet for 700 hours. Hell yeah. I did that with 2008 and uh, my game corrupted. And I remember my wife coming home like, what's wrong? Thinking someone's dead. And I was like, my football manager game is corrupted. And I was just laying on the sofa in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> and I just didn't speak. <laughs> I told her and it just didn't speak. And yeah, I don't I need any since. further explaction now for your votes for Civilization yeah. 4 and The man. Sims 3. I, I've got all the information I need right there. I like a thinking man's game. For, uh, for anyone who does care about Football Manager, actually, I forgot to mention in the news, the, uh, the transfer window update came out this week. So you can, uh, you can play that now. Um, just thought I'd mention it. It's not anything major. Just get mm. If you haven't played it for a few months because you're waiting for that, it is now out so you can get in there and um, play with the new teams and whatnot. Get in there just before the season ends, basically. <laughs> um, other couple of things that would be wonderful um, if you did for us. iTunes reviews have been phenomenal this week. Yeah, We've had reviews. loads of them. I mean, we've, we've had more than 10 reviews this week, I reckon. They have all been superb. We've had at least three or four now who are suggesting Apple give us iPads, which, happy days. I think yeah. we've talked about the iPads yep. nicely again this episode, so <laughs> keep, keep those reviews coming. If we can score a couple of iPads out of that, um, we'll, uh, we'll be very happy campers. Um, but yeah, those reviews, I say it every week, but they make such a massive, massive, massive difference. We have been on the front page of that new and noteworthy and the podcast section on there all week. We have been consistently fifth in the video games chart. We are the most this this week. We have been the most downloaded video games podcast by non-industry professionals. I do think Aidy said if we hit a hundred reviews, he'll release his nudie video that he, he filmed in the eighties uh, on YouTube. So <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> All right, two hundred reviews and you'll review, uh, release it. Two hundred reviews by Sunday, and they'll release that. <laughs> 200 reviews by the end of this bloody you recording. You want to see it's majestic. <laughs> um, but yeah, please keep them coming. It's um, we've well, our download numbers have gone through the roof this week. I don't know what we did differently last week, but you guys <laughs> seem to like it. So it'd be nice if you could let us know what it is that we did, so we can make sure we keep doing it. One thing that intrigues me is quite a few have put. I stumbled across this by accident, and I kind of I want to know what that means. Like. Did you turn on your laptop and iTunes fell on and then you hit enter and it just downloaded as a started and you thought, oh, it's on now. I, I'm interested to know. I just... Fair sure. enough. Yeah. I, I, do, I don't understand what he's talking about a lot of the time and I imagine you lot feel the same. Well, someone already said that, didn't they? they yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at MatureGamerUK. I am at Lalujo. I'm at RB6K. I'm at A1DY74. 
Yes, he is. And also on Facebook, the Mature Gamer Podcast. We are so close to 100 fans on there now. I think we was it 92 or 93 We had when, when I checked on there earlier. Um, please get us to 100 fans on there because then I'm going to... I tell you what, this is something any listeners to our old podcast um, will remember this, but this is something I've actually taken off the internet now and I'm willing to put it back out there. When we reach 100 fans on Facebook, I tell you what, my dancing video is coming back out. The silent dance. It goes with any song. You, yeah. If you can find a song that dance doesn't go to, that was one of our old features. No one ever found one. We'd have a few of our listeners write in or send in songs, and it, it'd go with everything. Kevin's so if you want to see dance. me dancing perfectly in time to every song ever recorded, um, we need 100 fans on Facebook before we record next week's episode. Um, so, you know, it's worth doing. Or you can email us at maturegamerpodcast at gmail.com and um, we will read them and say hello and have a chat with you on there which I quite like doing it's only happened once but I enjoyed it when it <laughs> happened um, and that's about it for this week it's, um, it's been wonderful fun it's again been lovely. Uh, boys and girls and we shall uh, we shall be back next week for more gaming podcasting goodies see you all soon toodle pip bye, bye.